I don't really like to I'm brag or boast. Now, I told y'all on Friday, the Lakers were winning both games. I'm going to keep B-O-A-L, both. Giannis <laughs> and the Bucks. <laughs> oh, Kawhi. Kawhi got LeBron's number. He jilted him. I'm glad. Because when we busted, boy, we them head busters. Huh. AD got that thing going. And I told you, if we ever got a third guy, Boy, Avery Bradley had that thing going today. And so that's all we need because we already know what them two stars going to do. Go, James and AD. Boy, Avery Bradley came along with us today. It was over yes, for them clowns. Now, all y'all that keep hyping the Clippers, this is a Laker town. Always has been and always will be. Now, I'm going to act a fool tomorrow on Undisputed. I guarantee you I'm going to act a GD fool. <laughs> Jim Bayless, you got to see me. You got to deal with me all week long. Go, James. We out. The following announcement has been paid for by the Reduced Lunch Action Sports News Desk. His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom. Who was on crack? You know, we got an obligation today. You know what I'm saying? We got a we got a real obligation today. Um, I just want to let y'all know, all of our listeners, we got y'all, bro. You know what I'm saying? We got y'all. We definitely got y'all today. Y'all need listen to me clearly. It's going to be. Some heads popping off after this episode. New sports tomorrow desk. morning. Just put up tomorrow morning. Introduce lunch sports. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Reduce Lunch Action Sports News Desk. I am your man's one more time. One of your favorite sportsologists, Desiree L. Hicks Jr. in the building. And this your man Black. We back for another episode. One of your favorite sportsologists in the building. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we are blessed once again. You know, we are blessed by his presence. Uh, he has made his way back west mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> to, to, to hang with the gang. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because it is a momentous occasion. Yeah. Freddie Bricks, what's I up, boy? I, I couldn't miss today. I couldn't miss it. You know Freddie Bricks. Me and Brooke got on the road. I said, I can't. Not today. Yeah, not today. <laughs> yes, sir. Let's get into it. So you hear his voice. He is here live and in the flesh, man. We have a bunch of... A bunch of things to get into today. Well, of course, you know, we're going to get into the NBA right off the rip, man. We're going to talk about what happened in L.A. on Friday and Sunday. We're going to talk uh, MVP. Who is the MVP of the National Basketball Association? We're going to cover a little standings as well to kind of uh, put a little salt and pepper uh, on the fine dish that the Los Angeles Lakers cooked up this weekend. Uh, we're going to get into the NFL, man. We have the State of the Union address of the Jacksonville Jaguars. It could get heavily emotional. We have some invested uh, individuals in this room, and uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars, everything that's been going on with them. We're going to get into a little UFC, man. We're going to talk about the snoozer without Asanya and Romero. Uh, we're going to get into some WWE as well. We're going to shout out the high school basketball kids, man. We have some champions crown. Uh, this past weekend in Lakeland, man, State uh, was last week in Lakeland, man, so we're going to talk about it as well. We're going to have some other news, man, and we're going to get out of here, man. So, uh, Black, what's going on, man? How you feeling today, man? Talk to me, Black. Man, I'm feeling great, man. You good. know, this is a good day. For sure. Very good day, you know. For sure, I'm just sir. I'm just feeling 
I'm full of joy to, yeah. on today. I know you're full of joy as well. I don't even have to hack oh, man, you. I can man. see it all over you. I can see it all over Fred. Man. So we're going to give these people a little bit of this joy man. that we have inside. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So <laughs> we're going to go ahead and just go ahead and kick up the show so we can get to where we get to. So, of course, we always start with our sound of the week. And it's kind of hard trying to find the perfect sound of the week, man, to fit our show. But I saw something, man, two things in particular, man, by one of the greatest trash talkers of all time. Uh, Draymond Green, man, when it comes to just <laughs> pure expression, dog, of just wanting to just annihilate another person, um, he's perfect. He's perfect. So I've combined two clips. The first clip is him going at Paul Pierce, and the second clip is going at Charles Barkley uh, this past week, man. So here's our sound of the week. I'm not even preparing to say a word to Paul Pierce. And then he starts talking from the gate. BG, he can't guard you. He can't guard you, BG. He too little. And so now I'm over hype. And for Green, hype has a tone. And the tone is trash talk. Chasing that farewell tour, they don't love you like that. You can't get no farewell tour, they don't love you like that. BG ain't got that type of love. You thought you was Kobe? <laughs> you not Kobe. Why are you talking? One thing about trash talk is it just happened. Boom, you say something, boom, it's right there. I think it was amazing. It also shut him right up. If you're going to come at him and start something with him, you better be able to take it because he's going to come right back at you. Trash talk is an art. Barkley should stop before I go take his job, though. So I can do that well, too. He already didn't make enough money playing, so he need that job. He should stop talking to me. I like to <laughs> Tennessee to end people. So he should stop before I take his job. Boy, look at him, boy. I should If he keep talking, uh, you know, I'll take you soon. Sooner than he thinks. So yeah, he probably should be quiet. He also can't talk basketball with me either. Mm. Not smart enough, not qualified. Mm. No rings, can't sit at this table. Mm. Yeah, so that was Raymond Green, man, giving it to Paul Pierce, giving it to Charles Barkley. Um, I disagree with him on the Charles Barkley uh, analysis because he's not a better player than Barkley, but we can get into that a little later. But it was just funny that he has the guts to sit up here in front of the media. <laughs> And just berate one of the greatest players of all time. You know what I'm saying? And not blink. And not blink. And I love Draymond Green. I love his play. I love his energy, man. Like, he is what the NBA needs. And we won't even really appreciate Draymond until he's gone. We won't. Because too many people are complaining about Draymond a lot. You know, I've done it before. We've all done it. But when you really look at it, dog, like, he is the animal. He is an animal out there. Just his animalistic nature just takes over when he plays. So we just want to show uh, one of the greatest trash talkers of all time. Uh, just a little love uh, here on the sports desk. All right, man. So we're going to transition uh, into our top five, man. Our top five is... It's great, man. We, we've had a lot of love and support, you know, with our top five. And, uh, you know, before we really get going, let's pay a couple of a dollars. Man, they 
listen to love the theme song too. They they they, they get a kick out of that Harlem heat, man. So shout out to all of our listeners. All right, so last week, man, uh, our top five, I believe we did um, our top five NFL players, man. So we got a couple here. We're gonna roll off. Shout out to my man Smooth. All right, he gave his top five. He said, uh, number five was Ray Lewis. Number four was Reggie White. Number three was Ed Reed. Number two was Lawrence Taylor. And of course, number one was Prime. Primetime Deion Sanders, okay? Uh, who else we got? We got my man Curtis Fuller, man. Um, he gave his top five as well. His number five was Reggie White. His number four was Ed Reed. His number three was Lawrence Taylor. His number two was Prime. And his number one was Ray Lewis. All right, I'm not mad at that. You know what I'm saying? You know, Prime got to be one or two. In my opinion, he just got to. He got to be one or two. And um, but that's all you know that we're gonna roll with this week uh, on our top five, man. So we're gonna transition into this week's top five. Black, you ready, man? We're gonna talk about our top five, our personal favorite point guards in NBA history. Black, our five, who we love and who we roll with. Black, shoot me a five, man. Yeah, man. Number five, man. I got Jason Kidd at number five. Mm. I got Isaiah Thomas at number four. Okay. At number three, I got Allen Iverson at number three. Okay. At number two, I got Magic Johnson. And at number one, I have LeBron James at number one. Oh, at one year okay. playing the point guard position, he's the best point guard to play the position at, uh, at that position. Okay. All right. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and roll out my top five, man. Uh, For me, uh, let's see. Number five, I had Tim Hardaway. All right, Tim Hardaway, especially Miami Heat Tim Hardaway, man. Um, I was a big fan of his. Number four, uh, defensive specialist Gary Payton. He was the first one to rattle Mike Jordan, like get in Mike's face, man, even though Mike ultimately made him pay, you know, but Gary Payton was really good. Number three, white chocolate. Jason Williams, he brought and one mixtape. He brought the crazy dribble and the fancy uh, moves to the court, man. And he was doing them in real games. Like, we didn't really never see nobody do that really before him, all right? And number two, Magic Johnson, all right? Magic Johnson is number two, in my opinion. He is the greatest point guard of all time. But for me, my number one was Penny Hardaway. Man, when Penny came onto the scene, him and Shaq and Orlando, dog, they just brought that swag. You know, they just shifted the culture, man, like in Orlando. Like, from the sneakers to the haircut to Lil' Penny, like, you can market them. You know, he was marketable, like, advertising for Nike. Like, Penny Hardaway, you know, gave the point card position a much-needed jump. You know what I'm saying? When he got to the NBA. So, that is my top five. So, Fred, you know what I'm saying? No, it might, might be a little on the spot for you, but... Shoot us your top five, man. Who you um, enjoy? Well, no order. I got uh, White Chocolate, of course. Mm. Probably my favorite. Yeah, uh, yeah. I got Penny Hardaway in there. Uh, John Stockton. Oh! You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can't um, forget you a yeah, fan. One of my favorites. Uh, yeah. Steve Nash, especially early Nash when he was running with Dirk. You know, okay, early, okay. Early um, Nash. And then uh, Rondo. Like, I really like Rondo. Rondo is one of my favorites okay. to uh, play for him. To, like, getting with those veterans, you know, as a rookie, they won that championship? I he was he a was rookie, yeah. No, uh, second year. He was second, in the second year. Second year, yeah. Year. And to see what he's become. Right. And, like, you know, he's, a, a tr- like, a, a, a true point guard. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I've, I've enjoyed young Rondo throughout mm. his career. So. Okay, that's what's up, man. So, uh, good list, Fred. So that's our top five. Um, so again, interact with us on Twitter, text us, Instagram us. You know, let us know who are your favorite uh, top five point guards uh, throughout your time watching the National Basketball Association, man. So I'm glad we got all that out of the way. You know what I'm saying? I was really debating. 
like cutting the top five, cutting the sound of the week, man. But I know we got our listeners who enjoy uh, that part of the show. So we're going to get into our tweet of the week, man. We're going to get into our tweet of the week, man. And Twitter was on fire ever since 1030 uh, Friday night. Um, Black, do you know what was going on at 1030 this past Friday night? Do you have have any idea? Yeah, yeah. What about 330 on Sunday? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I know what was going on. You know what was going on? Okay, I just wanted to make sure you know you was locked in. First up, Stephen A. Smith. All right. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith. That's what the hell I'm talking about, King James. Going right at Kawhi and the Clippers. That's what it's going to take for y'all to beat these brothers. That's all I was trying to say. Now, officially, the season is every bit as interesting as it is supposed to be. Hell yeah. From Stephen A. Smith. From the great Skip Bayless. This is huge for the Lakers. They withstood the early onslaught from the Clippers team that had been blowing teams off the court in the first quarter. They were up 10 to 5 when back-to-back turnovers by Pat Bell. He put Pat Bell, not Patrick Beverly. Gave the Lakers two easy buckets, won the first by two. Big advantage, LA Lakers. Alright, shout out Paul Smoke, man. Rest in peace, Paul Smoke, man. You know what I'm saying? Get down on title, obstacles, all that, you know what I'm saying? Shut up, Paul Smoke. Alright! Let's get it, man. So this past week, you know what I'm saying? You know, I ain't going to be rude, Black. I yeah, you got to do it. I was just about I, to say I, something I, about that. I, <laughs> I was just finna say it, but we thought about it at the same time because I was about to be like, this nigga finna be real rude right now. <laughs> I ain't going to be rude. Yeah. Black. I ain't going to be rude, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Asian, dog. <laughs> I'm just Asian. I'd be remiss, man. You know what I'm saying? If we didn't pay our, you know, some real Los money. Angeles, home of the greatest franchise in sports, the LA Lakers, and the home of the greatest athlete in the world today, LeBron James, the King. Woo! Woo! Lakers, let's do it. Shout out Nature Boy, dog. You know what I'm saying? We got we got drops for days. LeBron James. Le- LeBron James. All right, let's get into it, man. Black, let's get into it. Let me set the stage, man. Huge week for our Lakers. We've been told since the beginning of the season, we can't beat the good teams. We lost to the Bucks in the 10th game of the season. They beat us by 20 in Milwaukee when people were still watching the NFL. They told us that game really mattered. <laughs> We lost to the Clippers opening night. They say LeBron is athletic. They say Anthony Davis is soft. The late Frank Vogel can't put nothing together to beat these players. A la Stephen A, a la Skip Bayless, a la all of them. Time goes on. They're still talking. The Lakers have been leading the West the whole season, Black. The whole all-star break. Who was leading the West, Black? The Lakers. Okay. So something happened. This Friday came upon us. We all knew what time it was. We talked about it right here on the Sports Desk last week, episode 45. You can go hear that right now on SoundCloud, iTunes, and the NPN Network. Black. 
10.30 Friday night. Let's start there. Like, can you, can you just give us uh, your true sentiments and your feelings about the, the artistry, the symphony that we seen Friday night on ESPN? Talk to me, Black. The showmanship. Oh. The showmanship. You well said. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. Man, beautiful piece, man. Mm. Beautiful piece. Um, we seen some of the greatest basketball we have seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. New sports and dance. coming against the best team in the league now, on last week's show, I said that this game was very important for me. For sure. The, Clipper, the Clippers game was too as well. For sure. But I wanted this Bucks game because I remember the crowning mm. that Giannis did. I remember that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I wanted some get back. And, and I know... LeBron James is the type of player like, bro, you might get me once, bro, but you're not finna have, you're not finna pull that same stunt on me a, a second time. Okay. We seen mm. a masterpiece from LeBron James in the LA Lakers. Mm. This guy, I wasn't too pleased at first because we weren't shooting the ball well at first. We weren't tough shooting the ball quarter. well. Tough, very tough first quarter. Yeah. But when it got to getting it, getting it in. Mm-hmm. My boy LeBron James got it out the mud, mm-hmm. in the paint, mm-hmm. defensively, mm-hmm. assisting the ball, shooting the ball. Whatever he needed to do, he did it. Mm-hmm. He took on Giannis, shut him down. Giannis, had, when LeBron James was guarding him, seven points. Seven points in that stretch. Seven points in that stretch. Um, defensive end. It's just everywhere. Offensively, in the cup, nobody could stop him. Brooke Lopez, I know when you kiss your beautiful wife, she smelt LeBron James on you. We're not even going to get into that. So, let me say this. I've been telling people, I've been telling people, this shit since All-Star break has been real. Dedrick's yes, been telling you, yeah. I've been telling you, Fred's been telling you on Twitter that y'all better prepare y'all self. Friday night was a perfect example of, of that. D, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> well, Freddie Bricks. Talk to him, Fred. Yeah, very well said. Very well Talk said. Talk to him. Like, and, um, you know, I'm coming from it, you know, from a perspective where I'm looking at the game and I'm just disappointed in people for thinking that LeBron James is one scared to guard Kawhi Leonard or two. Oh, just the butt. Okay, my bad. Oh, we're not there yet. Okay, okay. My bad. I apologize. Let's go back to Friday. I know we're ready. I know we're ready, Fred. Okay, so my disappointment. Let me let's take it to Giannis. Sure. Um, a player like Giannis, um, oh, Bron won't be able to guard him. You know, one on one, or they be able to stop and blah. When we seen um the the uh what's the boy Toronto stop. Giannis, you know, I just put two and two together. Oh yeah, last year, yeah. yeah. And I say like, where are we getting this math from? With Pascal, yeah, with Pascal Siakam, you know what I'm saying? And um, I, I seen when Giannis put the crown on, what yeah, was that? The, the, the tenth game of the season, fifteen some game of yeah, the season, yeah, the early in the season. He, I, I mid November, I didn't know they was handing out crowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mid November, yeah, I, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. I didn't know. So man, yeah. hey, he's a November king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? But I think all of us, all of uh, people who. Been rooting for Bron, you know, Laker fans who have waken up and actually uh, uh, been hearing up to tell you, like, hey, this is the time. Like, LeBron is finna turn it up, and you're going to realize 
LeBron can score whenever he wants, Facts. and LeBron can shut down whoever the fuck he wants at Facts. any given time. Facts. So why is he? It's November. Like why he trying to set his team up to do it? It's yeah. a reason when you see AD out there scoring six straight baskets when LeBron is sitting against the Bucks. Hmm. LeBron and the Lakers have been prepping him to do that the whole year. Facts. But if you want him to be in November, oh. Go all out. Go to cut. No. LeBron does this. LeBron knows. And I need these teammates to be ready for the playoffs. Right. I know what I can do. Let's get but if ready. we just do that, we're not going to be able to win. So it was Facts. a great, I think it was a great showing to show like, hey, LeBron is going to be going to the bench for four to six minutes in the fourth quarter for mm. the first time ever. Yeah. And somebody is going to be putting buckets up. Yep. I know y'all forgot that Anthony Davis is always going to be the second or third best player on the floor. Every night. Against I- any team in the league. Every night. Uh, except for maybe the Clippers where he, he'll be maybe the third best player. But every single night he's going to be probably the second or third best player on that floor. Yeah. That, I... Yeah. When you look back at it, I'm like, well, why did you think the Bucks was going to beat the Lakers in the first damn place? Correct. Because what you seen in November, you understand? So I hope that was a lesson for everybody watching that uh, Bucks and Lakers game. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I got on. There. Yeah. All right. So uh, the Warriors went 73 and 9. <laughs> the Warriors went 73 and 9. Yeah. All, all, both times they played the clip, uh, the Lakers that year, they beat them. Yeah. They beat them, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the regular season. Yeah. Everybody was saying what? Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. They got their number. Yeah. And we all know what happened at the end of the season, didn't we, guys? <laughs> Chip. You mean the, you Chip. Mean, you mean, you mean the Cavs? You mean the I'm Cavs. sorry, the Cavs. I'm just saying, regular season. <laughs> yeah. So don't so so people who text my phone in mid-November while I'm over here watching the Chiefs and the Packers on Thursday Night Football, <laughs> I'll be interrupted while Pat Mahomes is, is duking it out with Aaron Rodgers and y'all come telling me, oh boy, the Bucks up 20, boy. The Bucks up 20, boy. And I'm like, yo, it's November 18th. We ain't made a Thanksgiving yet. And y'all want to come telling me about that? Okay, cool. So we don't travel through time. Let's travel through time. All-star break done happen. NFL is over. We 18 games away from the playoffs. Yeah. This past Friday, we was 20 games away from the playoffs. Yeah. It's time to turn it up. The Lakers been the number one seed for how long, Black? How long Lakers been the number one seed? The whole year. Okay, cool. Okay, so in the, so in the midst of all that, in the midst of all of that, we arrive. Giannis is coming. They fully loaded. They healthy. The Lakers fully loaded too. And Bron said, huh, 36, 8, and 8. Take that with you. Oh, Giannis, by the way, like Black just said, oh, Giannis, I'm only giving up seven. Hopefully that's enough to get you a small fried cheeseburger and a milkshake. Hopefully them seven points can get you a decent meal, Giannis, on your way out. Oh, and by the way, let me get that crown from you too before you walk up out my building, cuz. So let's talk about the basketball game. The Lakers is locked in. Fred said it beautifully earlier. LeBron James knows how to get a team ready for the playoffs. That's why you have the regular season. That's why you can identify and find out who can do what, who can shoot the three, who can defend, what lineups do we need. We know what we got right now. We have it. We're 17 games away from the playoffs. The Lakers are in go mode. We are in go mode right now. We got to figure it out. So those previous 60-something, 50-something games that we've been doing, that's what that was for. So all that November, all that December, yo, get that out of here, man. Now, we Laker faithful LeBron supporters through and through. We want to win every game. But y'all know, all of our listeners who listen to, who watch sports and know basketball, y'all know. So let's get to the game. Giannis, first quarter, they came out looking real good. I said, oh, man, the Lakers don't really look like they really engaged. But you know what I loved about it, Black? You know what I love? When the second quarter came, LeBron said, all right, man, I got it. <laughs> Not only am I going to run the point, 
Not only am I going to get my teammates in position to knock down open shots, cut to the glass and get easy layups, I'm also going to lock up Giannis Antetokounmpo. I'm going to take him head up. So I'm going to let Giannis know already, hey, bro, I'm going to see you in the fourth quarter, but I just want to visit you in the second quarter real quick. JaVale, Dwight, y'all come back and get him. I'm going to come back to him in the fourth quarter, but I want to let him know you're only going to get one point on me in the second quarter. <laughs> and for anybody who think I'm not, and, and I don't know my facts, go look it up on SportsCenter. Because here on the sports desk, we know our stats. We know our stats on the sports desk. So we continue on with the game, and LeBron is just doing it all. 36-8-8. Yeah. and eight. We're doing everything. Defensively, LeBron taking charges, getting steals, blocked shots. Yeah. Gear 17, Wash King, yeah. as they love to tell us. And we're not, Giannis is the best player in the league since when? Because he's 6'11", he could jump real high and dunk. We seen what happened to Giannis in the playoffs when you just create a 2-3 zone. <laughs> How about you run a 2-3 zone on LeBron and see what happened to you? <laughs> and I just want to talk about the fourth quarter in particular with the Bucks, man. It was beautiful, man. The Lakers said, okay, from start to finish, man, we're just going to work it. We just gonna work it. LeBron started the fourth, and I love this. LeBron gets to start the fourth quarter. Get in the team's head. You're not winning tonight. I'm here just to let you know that. Now I'm about to go sit down for four minutes. But I have a guy that's getting ready to come in. He's almost seven feet tall. He's probably the best skilled big big man in the history of basketball. His name is Anthony Davis. And Anthony Davis comes out and controls the paint, shooting threes, getting blocked shots. And then you hear this wonderful sound. Bang! You know what that sound is? LeBron coming back in. <laughs> LeBron coming back in. And when LeBron came back in, we shut down shop. We shut down shop. And where was Giannis in the fourth quarter? Where was the game's MVP in the fourth quarter? I'll tell you where he was. He was struggling. Oh, yeah. Bad. He was struggling. He was trying to find his way. Eric Bledsoe, where were you? Brooke Lopez, where were you? After LeBron James jumped over your neck and dunked on you, you want nowhere else to be found, uh, Brooke Lopez. Where was your brother Robin Lopez? Where, where was the team at? They were nowhere to be found. The Lakers reign supreme. I just want to shout out Caldwell Pope for playing great defense and giving Eric Bledsoe nothing. I want to shout out, even though Kuzma struggled offensively, Kuzma been D'ing up and getting rebounds. We need that extra possessions. We need them. We need to cut out possessions for the opposition. And Kuzma has been averaging 10 rebounds this entire past week. So he's contributing to what we got going on. All in all, great victory by the Los Angeles Lakers on Friday night. And Black wanted that one bad. I remember when we lost to the Bucks. Black well, was like, bro, well, we got to get it back, bro. Well, let me tell you something, bro. I understand it because the Clippers is our rival. That's who they putting us mm. in. But it's something about teams yeah. that, that you can... That's exactly. Exactly. It's something about teams that you can potentially meet in the finals. Mm. Now, unlike, unlike D, mm -hmm. I was watching the game and I was pissed. He was. I was pissed. Yeah. And I told D, I said, D, that game in L.A., bro, mm -hmm. that one right there is going to be something serious. Sure. LeBron is going to get these boys everything and some more. And right. that's exactly what the King did. Yeah. Now, back to you, Dees. Let's sure. move on. We're going to move on. And I, it was a weird sound coming from the tunnel as LeBron James and the entire Lakers staff was leaving for the night. You like that? You like that? So that was the apparent sound that was coming from the halls of the Lakers locker room. So the Lakers took care of business 113 to 103, 29 and 9 from Davis, 36 and 8 from James. McGee gave us another, uh, excuse me, 37, 8 and 8, another 30 from Davis, uh, 11 boards for McGee, uh, another 8 rebounds and 11 points, a double, almost a double double for Kuzma. Everybody was locked in. Three point shots from Caruso and Caldwell Pope and Rondo liked that game. So good win, Lakers. 
Um, so before we uh, get into what happened um, Sunday at 3.30, we have a special uh, clip from one of the super fans uh, out here in uh, uh, Los Angeles. We just want to run that real quick. They say this is a Laker town. <laughs> and some of y'all come from the Clipper part. No rings, no ships, y'all never make it. This is where it goes down. Oh, yeah. Lake Show fucked y'all niggas up today. <laughs> Sunday, good Monday, mm-hmm, make it. Yitch, Lakers did that. Bron, Bron. Mm-hmm. The King. Mm-hmm. Shut that Clipper shit up now. I don't want to hear that shit no more, mm-hmm. nigga. Yeah, right. yeah the mm-hmm. game don't matter. Yeah, it don't matter. Mm-hmm. We the number one seed. Fuck out of here, mm-hmm. Marcellus Wiley. Mm-hmm. Fuck out of here, Clipper Dare. Mm-hmm. Fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. So one more time for good Los men. Angeles. Home of the greatest franchise in sports, mm-hmm. the L.A. Lakers, mm-hmm. real, and the baby. home of the greatest athlete mm-hmm. in the world today, mm-hmm. LeBron James, mm-hmm. the King. Mm-hmm. Woo! Yes, sir. Woo! Yes, sir. Lakers, let's do it. Yo, Sunday, 3.30 ABC. Yesterday, Sunday, 3.30 ABC in the Staples Center and went down. And I'm going to kick it off. I'm going to kick it off, Black. Because I got to. Okay. All right. All right, sir. All right. Let's talk about this real quick, okay? I'm just going to jump right into it. I'm not even going to mess around and waste you people's time because I know this is what y'all want to hear. I told Black Friday. I say, Black, I got to have this one. The Bucks, the Bucks win was cool. Cool. We, we did need a great win. I ain't undermining that win. But I got to have this one. And this is why I had to have it. Ever since Kawhi Leonard and PG were signed to the Los Angeles Clippers, all you people, from the radio stations to the television broadcast, to my Twitter mentions and to my Instagram mentions, what have all you people been saying? Charles Evans, what have you been saying? Cedric Farr, with your back and forth self, what have you been saying? All of you want to be Clipper supporters. <laughs> Kevin Dunbar, you said you wanted to bet me. You said you wanted to bet on Twitter. You said that you want to take the Clippers by 11. And when I told you to bet something, you reneged. <laughs> so I'm talking to all of you who keep letting me know. All right, man. All right, man, the Clippers, bro. So what we saw yesterday was two fully loaded teams, healthy teams, all the buyouts, the Morris twins are there. Every, everybody who was healthy was available. There was no one sitting out this game. We didn't get a chance to have this the first two meetings with these teams, but we had it today. And by God, <laughs> by God, the king made his stake and made his claim not only as still and still the best player in the game not only snatching the MVP from Giannis Antetokounmpo in two games Giannis you thought you had it huh you thought you had it Giannis but you don't have it my brother you thought you had it you thought you had it LeBron James and we went to war First quarter, second quarter, third. I mean, we went to war. LeBron moving and scooting, taking charges, scoring, defending, eating up the paint. Anthony Davis shooting from three, getting in the cup, putting people in the bucket. We playing great team defense. We switching off everything, putting hands in everybody's face. Let PG eat. <laughs> Let PG eat. 
Let PG get 36, 37, 38, 39. Ain't none of y'all talking about that today. I ain't heard one of y'all say, boy, PG had 38, boy. <laughs> PG had 38 and they lost by 10. <laughs> and they lost by 10. Where was the impact plays from Kawhi Leonard? The new best player in the league. He around here with these commercials with the little crown on his keychain. You got Skip Bayless and all these boys hooting and hollering that he the best now? Where was he at yesterday? Zero assists. Zero assists. What was he doing to get his teammates involved? He wasn't doing nothing. I've been telling y'all time and time again. I'm going to piggyback off Fred because he's been telling y'all, bro, this is when it's time, baby. This is when you turn the gear on. This is when you get going. And we showed y'all yesterday. We're not playing with y'all. Anthony Davis and LeBron James are the best two players on the floor. We're the best duo in the game, and we showed you why. Y'all said AD was soft. Okay, cool. But was he soft yesterday? I ain't heard none of y'all hit me today. My Twitter been quiet today. Yeah, it's been quiet. It's Ever been since quiet. the fourth quarter when Triple Zeros, it's been nothing. Yeah, nothing Zips. Zip. Not nothing. Shout out. Shout out to Kyle Kuzma for rightfully placing the crown back on the king's head. So all you guys out there, all you young ladies out there, because I've been getting at y'all too. Ain't nobody being spared when it comes to the Lakers and the king. We coming for the chip, and we let y'all know yesterday. Now, NBA, this is a warning, and this is what to come. The Lakers still showed up, and we stood up. Ain't nobody doing nothing with that. We locked in. And I'm proud of Rondo. I'm proud of KCP. I'm proud of Cools. I'm proud of the whole team. Because we was locked in and we didn't give up on nothing. We was down early in the first quarter, but we rallied. And then you know what's the ultimate thing that happened? The king said, I got it. (laughs) So, Black, I'm going to kick it off to you, man. I want to feel your take. I want to hear everything you got, baby. Hey, man, I just want to give a little fun LeBron fact James. from Bleacher Report. Le- I had I seen LeBron this and I James. had to screenshot it. Okay. LeBron James' last two games, 37-8-8 versus the Bucks, 28-7-9 versus the Clippers, mm-hmm. 50% field goals percentage, mm-hmm. uh, held Giannis to seven points on two for eight. Ooh. More points, mm-hmm. more rebounds, mm-hmm. more assists, uh-huh. more steals, uh-huh. more black, more blocks uh-huh. than Giannis and Kawhi combined. Ow. Year 17. Wow. Whoa. Let me, let me say this, man. And Whoa. I'm going to kick this to Fred. I'm going to keep it light. I'm going to keep it light. When it comes to Florida State football and LeBron James, I wore my heart on my sleeve. For sure. For sure. I've been nipping, chipping at the bud for us to get to this Clippers game. Mm-hmm. I understood why I got canceled because of Kobe. Rest in peace. Absolutely. Rest in peace, Bean. But I, I was just I want I want this game so bad. I wanted this game so bad. Mm-hmm. Like I told D after the game, that's a bruh. Mm-hmm. This feel like, this feel like something that is just relief off my shoulders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to give a shout, a special shout out, cause I don't a special shout out to Avery Bradley, man. Mm-hmm. Avery Bradley showed up, played basketball. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. And just, yes, man, just, yes. just, just did what he was supposed to do. Outstanding. He was open, he was found, he, he shot the ball, and he hit shots. 6'3", three. That's right? what basketball is. I don't care if he give it to you tomorrow. I don't care if he, what he did the night before. Talk about it, Black. I don't care about that. Talk I care about, about what he did against the Clippers. Talk about it, Black. Talk about, talk about it. Man. So, I'm going to go here. Yesterday, mm. I had to work. 
Five o'clock in the morning. Mm. So I'm down in my work area, you know, just minding my own business. Okay. And, uh, okay. A few of my fellow uh, work workers, I mean, co-workers, few, uh, co-workers yeah. and, you know, good friends of mine. Okay. Came up to me, boy, mm. boy. I don't know, boy. I think your boy gonna get gonna get his behind handed to him today. Oh yeah. Oh, I's like okay. Uh, I'm like, bro, what is y'all talking about? Y'all see what the king been doing since All Star break? Mm-hmm. But I don't mean nothing, bro. They got they got Kawhi, mm-hmm. they got PG, mm-hmm. they got the Morris twin, and then they got that boy Montrez Harrell. Trez. Yeah. I down there banging. Uh-huh. They got Lou Will. Oh. He gonna give you a solid twenty five oh. off the bench. Oh. They ain't gonna be able. They not gonna be able to know what to do with Pat Bell when he get in your face. Who? Okay. Okay. Let me start right here. Let's this is what I it. got before the game. Let's talk about it. Kawhi Leonard, twenty six point nine points a game. Sure. Paul George, twenty one points a game. Mm. Martrez Harrell, 18 points a game. Mm. Lou Williams, 18.7 points a game okay. for this season. Okay. okay. That's what I was hearing all day. The Lakers can't keep up with that. That's too much scoring. That's too much this and too much that. Oh, okay. Is it? Mm. All right. Anthony Davis, 26.7 points a game. Mm. Uh, uh, LeBron James, 25.7 points a game. And mm. the next closest person to both of those guys is Kyle Kuzma, Kyle Kuzma at 12.5 a game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me tell all of my guys at work and all the listeners mm-hmm. who paid attention to this game the other day. Sure. I could give two shits Ooh. about a field goal percentage what, of how many you points you in score camp? in a season. Boy, when what, it comes down to on that court, King James, Anthony Davis, Boy, whoever what, it may be, they're going to show camp? up and show the fuck out. Boy, what? what did you do in camp? This is a reminder to all you bums and all you naysayers. Who not riding or who piggybacking on the side, on the side, Cedric Fall, who don't want to be on the train. My co-workers who just don't believe the King going to be able to do this thing. The Clippers have too much. Let me tell you something. When it comes to on that floor, all that get thrown out the window, bro. Get in the paint and let's do this thing. And that's what we saw yesterday. I happened to go to Burrito Gallery and watch the game with my fellow co-workers. You know, guys I'm cool with at work. Sure. And the whole time it was like, ooh, boy, PG putting in that work. I'm like, okay, yeah, he doing his thing. Mm-hmm. We had a few had a few things, and I told D after the game, we had a few mm-hmm. things where I was kind of concerned with LeBron because he was kind of shying away mm-hmm. or kind of wanted to be a little passive when it came to when it came to Kawhi. But I kind of I, I figured it out because I went and watched the game a little later on that night on mm-hmm. ESPN. LeBron just setting it up. He was just setting his game up. Because yeah. we know when the third and fourth quarter came, mm-hmm. it was gonna be time. Mm-hmm. So Man, to see how everything went in that game, it was magnificent. Absolutely. All these guys I've been here about. Oh, Montreal's hair, I'll give you your props. We'll, we can let you get 20. Yeah. PG, we can let you get 38, however much you had. 31 but for PG, 20 for Lou Trez. Williams, where were you? Five. Kawhi Leonard, where were you? Nowhere in the fourth quarter. Uh... Uh, what's his name? Pat Bev. Uh, uh, he had a crazy two oh, points. Oh, and uh, last but not least, uh, the Morris twin. What did he have? He had a resounding one point. Oh, okay, from the free throw line, correct? Absolutely. That's the only way you can get one point. Absolutely. Right? Oh, okay. Um, this is the time, fellas. All our listeners, this is the time. Mm-hmm. The King is reminding y'all right now how this postseason is finna go. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And I hope I hope all you people that say, man, we're going to get this Lakers and Clippers, I hope we do. Hmm. 
because the Kings is going to be locked in and his cohorts are going to be ready to rock and roll. Mm. I don't care who it is, Avery Bradley one night. And you know what? I really believe when the playoffs get ready to kick in towards this end, these last games, Kyle Schumer going to kick it up a notch. I'm just waiting on it. I haven't seen it, but I'm waiting on it. It's going to come. And then, oh, they don't have a third score. They don't have nobody. It's going to be somebody. You don't think the King is somebody here? You don't think he talking? You don't think he knows what's up? Yeah. I'm excited, man. Mm-hmm. This was a must win for me. And they pulled this game out. Yes, they did. Beautiful, beautiful performance by the King. Beautiful performance by Anthony Davis, man. Yeah, man. For uh, sure. The second half he got in that paint and did work. That jumper was wet. Third quarter, it, baby. Uh, Zubak. I don't think they called Zubak name one time in mm-hmm. that game. Mm-mm. All this old Zubak. He, he getting better. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. He's not enough for Anthony Davis. Okay, cool. But so I just want y'all to remember this: mm-hmm. when we when we lifting trophies, mm-hmm. when we lifting trophies at the end of the year, I want y'all to re- go back and listen to all these podcasts when we had these naysayers saying this and saying sure. that. I want y'all to go back and listen because we are we're, us three right here on the sports desk. Mm-hmm. We reminding y'all last right now what it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I know it's basketball. I could be wrong, but I don't care. I don't care. I'm riding with it. I'm riding with it. Because the king, what he's doing right now, he's reminding everybody in year 17, against these little young pups, 28 years old, 25 years old. Man, I'm 35 years old and still can play on the level or better than what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Y'all really better check yourself when it comes to the king and the Lakers, bruh. Mm-hmm. If you ain't riding, get the hell off. Mm-hmm. Yo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> First of all, I want to say, who the fuck does the NBA think Montrez Harrell is? <laughs> to be getting all these foul calls when he go to the rack. Fuck this nigga. I don't want to referee NBA. Let's cut this out. Montrez Harrell is not a superstar. He shouldn't be getting superstar calls. So no, I don't think Montrez Harrell does his thing. I think he shot a lot of free throws and yeah. got a lot of leeway yesterday. Sure. And let's continue on with the rest of this damn team that people say should be a threat to LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Mm. I'm not even going to name the rest of the Lakers. Mm. I'm going to just stop there LeBron at two. James. Because when I just, uh, Le- uh, rattle off James. to you the players that they talking about is supposed to be a uh, threat, let's get into it. Reggie Jackson. I came on here last the last episode and told you, who the fuck is Reggie Jackson? You know, I want Reggie Jackson to do exactly what he did yesterday <laughs> in the playoffs. Take the ball down court and drive to the hole on LeBron James, Anthony Davis, McGee, and Dwight Howard. I want that to happen all playoffs. So whatever, I don't know how many points he had. What he had, 10, 20? Do it, keep doing that. That's the shit I want you to do during the playoffs. Now, yeah, now before, the season, yeah. before the season, people kept telling me, oh, man, they, Patrick Beverly is going to be the one. That, can you imagine uh, Kawhi Leonard? uh a PG and, and, and Pat Bev all on the perimeter. Well, let me tell you what the fuck Pat Bev has done the last what is this five, five games? games? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's take it back to the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Uh, zero for one, mm-hmm. three rebounds, four mm-hmm. assists. Seventy mm-hmm. sixes. Zero for three, zero for two from the three point line. Four rebounds and four assists against the Thunder. One for six from the uh, field goal. One for five from three. Two rebounds and three assists. Let's go to the Rockets. Man. The game right. Before the Lakers, five points. You went one from two from the free throw, one from two from three. Congratulations, you made a three, four rebounds, four rebounds, and two assists. And of course, we know what happened with the Lakers: two points and four rebounds. You know what I'm saying? So that's Patrick. Beth. That's the guy who's going to stop LeBron James. Are you kidding me? 
And shout out to my guy. What's our guy who went out for 20 yesterday? Um, Bradley. Uh, but Avery Bradley. Look, I get it. Like, this, that's how black say. I don't give a damn what Avery Bradley do against nobody else except nope. the Clippers. And you've seen it from Tempo. Yeah. He was the pay, he made pay. He is clearly the better player than Patrick Beverly. And, and it is, is an insult it that is. we sit back and think that he was, wasn't a better player than. But like, let's really <laughs> sit back and think about Patrick Beverly. Russell Westbrook told you, what was this quote? Let me get this quote. Pat Bell trick y'all, mm. man, like he playing defense. He don't guard nobody, man. He just running around out there doing nothing. How do, we, how, do, how do people not know this? <laughs> Why do we talk about the Lakers versus the Clippers? People keep telling me about Patrick Beverly. If one of you niggas tell me about, I swear to God. Stop talking. This is the end. Of, matter of fact, Redu, we are ending the Patrick Beverly conversation today. It is okay. Uh, let me run you all his stats in 37 minutes. Zero from zero for three. Zero for three. Zero free throws. Four rebounds. One assist. Hey, one hey, steal. Three turnovers. In hey, hey, a negative 19 while he's on hey, the floor. Hey, hey, hey. You understand? All right. And um, but anyway, on our side, shot to Anthony Davis. No, sure. Nobody on that team could guard Anthony Davis. Yep. No, Kawhi. Nobody. No, none nobody. of them can nobody. guard. None of them. Nobody. And I'm looking at this guy, Kawhi Lim, of course, zero assists. He's not, and that's him. Why are people comparing all these people to LeBron James? Yeah. Not only is LeBron James scoring the same amount of points as Kawhi Little, but he's giving you 10, re- yeah. 10 assists to add along with it. Yeah. With more rebounds. Yeah. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah. What is the debate here? Yeah. LeBron is 35 years old playing against the He's already had rivalries. LeBron yeah. has played a whole career already. Yeah. Do people forget that the Detroit Pistons, the Tayshaun the, the, yeah. Prince Detroit Pistons? Do people forget the big three out in Boston? Yeah. The D Rose Bulls. Yeah, they forget about all that. You're, they're on the Pacers team. Yeah. People forgot. The Celtics. The people yeah. forgot. They do. They you think it's new. They think it's new. Yeah, like it's I, not. this is new. It was so he had such a role. He couldn't even get to make it because it was that one final him and Kobe was supposed to meet when Orlando made it. When I Orlando think. made it. And, yep. and Bron just didn't have enough help. You know what I'm saying? They had Howard and all them three point shooters on the outside. You know what I'm saying? So he never made it where he could play Kobe in that final thing. But this man went up. He had rivals already. And now we at a point now, do what we looking at the, the Giannis and all these great players coming up. Yeah. He's still better than these guys. Still seventeen. Like, like it's I don't understand what a confusion is. It's not a debate. We're not, I'm not having a debate to you about who's better out of Kawhi and LeBron. Facts. I'm asking you why is it a debate? Yeah, don't don't, don't debate to me who's better. Tell me, nigga, why do you are you stupid, nigga? You understand? Are you retarded? Like, let's get to that. Do you need therapy? Did you go to school? You understand? Can you comprehend? Can you add? Can you subtract? Can you do division? Do your eyes work? These are the questions I ask when people start asking me about Kawhi and LeBron James. Mm -hmm. You understand? So, yeah, it was a great win. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Great win for the Lakers, and this is what you're going to see in the playoffs. Like Pierce said... You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be a hard one for said. It is. It's gonna be a hard one for a lot of Laker fans who haven't accepted. Like I, he was, I was going back and forth for him, bro. I hated the Lakers for 30 years. For sure. I had to accept it. Dog, my favorite player yeah. is going to wear the purple and gold. Yeah. And it ends right there. That's it. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Either I'm a root for somebody else. Or I'm, I'm a Laker. Like right. period. Them period. Only two options. Hey, period. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And, and I, I got I caught a tweet from uh I mean I caught a, a voicemail I think said had called me earlier man you know right after <laughs> I think had I think said had called me right after the game man I think this is what he left me man I am back what it do baby 
So go ahead, Blaine. I know you guys. And I gotta say this, man. You know, I it, it, and it's a it's a it's a close friend of mine. You know, one of my coworkers, man, my man Curtis Fuller, man. Mm-hmm. I gotta give him a shout out, man, because he a, he a realist. You know, he's a Kawhi fan. He's okay. A, he's he's a Kawhi fan, but I talked to him the day before the show, and he was like, bro, like. After seeing what I saw, bro, he was like, I really don't know how the Clippers could beat the Lakers. Uh-huh. At full strength. Uh-huh. Yeah. He was like, bro, like, they did everything they wanted to do. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. And they did it well. Facts. He was yeah. like, bro, like, he was like, you know I like Kawhi, but he was like, bro, I just don't know. Like. <laughs> yeah. And that wasn't and that wasn't their best. Doris Burke. Doris Burke. Burke. Um, uh, Stephen A. They all said the Lakers didn't even play their best. Didn't even shoot well from three. Didn't, didn't even shoot well from three. Nope. Like, and one by ten. Y'all need to start. I, but listen to me. I understand this train about Kawhi and yeah. this and that. Okay, he got his. He got his uh, third third ring, second ring. Well, second ring. Two. He has. He has two, two or rings. Three. Kawhi two got rings? two rings. Okay, his second ring with with the Toronto Raptors yeah. and KD went down. Clay great went run. Down. Great, great run. run. It is what it is. Great run. Okay, but to compare him to. And try to make him the best player in the league over LeBron James. We said we said here on the sports desk when LeBron got hurt and didn't make the playoffs and had that long offseason. Yeah. Yeah. We all said, boy, y'all better prepare yourself because this what we what we seeing right now. Comeback season is what man. we said. Comeback season, though. Is what we said we are seeing from the king, man. Comeback like, season, this is, though. It's 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 <laughs> It's amazing to me, man, what we are seeing from the king, man. And I just, I just want to say this over his, over LeBron James. Some more stats for LeBron. Mm-hmm. LeBron James over the last, his last nine games, thirty point, uh, thirty points a game, ten rebounds a game, uh, I mean, ten assists a game, yeah. eight rebounds a game, yeah. Yeah. uh, one block a game, one, ass- one steal a game, fifty four percent field goal percentage, thirty three percent from three, seventy four percent from free throw line. Great stats, Black. You really came with it today with the stats, man. But I also have a uh, I have a live clip from Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and Doc <laughs> Rivers um, at their press conference uh, right after the game. What you? I beat him. Everybody out there know I beat him. Everybody out there know I beat him. I controlled the fight. He was missing. I hit him clean more times. I beat him. So, so that was apparently PG Kawhi and Doc Rivers after the game. But I just want to say this. You know, we can wrap it up, you know, with this monumental weekend from the Los Angeles Lakers. Like, Charles Evans, like, you're right. The sports show is going to be unbearable uh, this episode. You know, my man, my, my man Charles takes me after the game. He was like, oh, my God. The sports this is going to be absolutely unbearable this week. And I text him back and said, unbearable in all caps. You know what I'm saying? Because we here. You know, and, and, and I get it. It's it's one game. And we got to see these boys again. I believe we play them April 18th or something like that. The last time we see them. And we'll be ready for that too. All right? Because the playoffs start that following Saturday. So we play them a week before the playoffs start. And both teams are going to be locked in again. I expect the Clippers to come back ready for war. I expect Kawhi to be locked in and he got a good taste of what it's going to feel like in May when we send them home in the Western Conference Finals. So I expect Kawhi Leonard to be ready to go. I expect Doc Rivers to have a hell of a game plan to try to do something. But like Fred has been saying, like I have been saying, like Black have been saying, and Hassan Edwards, I got you, my boy. Hassan, I got you, bro. No one can guard Anthony Davis. 
You saw Trans on him. You seen Kawhi on him. We saw Zubox on him. They ran the whole lineup at this man. And you mean to tell me that Ja'Kim Noah is going to come out of the thin blue sky, the thin blue sky and put a body on AD? Y'all boys better stop playing with me. Y'all better stop playing with me, Sidney. But some boy no on the way, dog. But Noah, boy, he can he can help. I know I can't do nothing with Anthony Davis. Stop. Stop. So all in all, the crown is where it needs to be. And it never left. The Lakers handled business this weekend. And can you name me another team who went in and faced two out of the top three records in the NBA and knocked them off by 10? <laughs> Beat the Bucks by 10, beat the Clips by 9. Can anybody tell us? Can anybody tell us? So we'll do this again in just uh, another month or so. We can't get crunch time. It was over with. And then with a minute and a half left, LeBron decided, LeBron decided he was going to flex. Let's get in the cup of Yammy. Let's get in the cup of PG. Get off me, boy. Come on, Linda, get off me, boy. Trans, watch out, dog. Yeah. Lou Will, get out of here. Hey, hey Pat Bell, shut up. Yeah. Shut Hey, Pat Bell, if you just so happen to hear this, shut your mouth, bro. Don't you dare come out of the locker room and say the king ain't no challenge. Don't you care speak out your mouth about the king. Tell me he ain't, he, he ain't no big deal. Like, he, we can guard LeBron J. Boy, shut your mouth, Pat Bell. Hey, get up over the five points game and help your team, dog. Like help your team. Yeah, help your team, dog. All that you sweating bullets right outside the locker room. <laughs> you know what time it was. And Lou Will said it too. Lou Will said, bro, I don't know, bro. Brown was just on another level, dog. Brown was just on level, level, dog. You're damn right he was on another level. Yeah, he was on another level. So let's get right, bro. Y'all seen it. Y'all seen it, man. Shout out to my dog Smooth, man. Him and his lovely wife was at the game yesterday, living it up. I can't, I cannot wait to talk to Smooth, man, and just get a first, a first take listen on that energy, bro. I know it was, it was, it was an experience, man. My boy was in Staples, bro, and he witnessed, dog. I told my boy I had bail money for him. If they try to lock my dog up, I'm coming to get him out. But thank goodness my boy ain't getting locked up in LA. So. Shout out the Lakers. Respect to the King. Respect to AD. And shout out Frank Vogel, bro. Frank Vogel gets looked yeah, over, man. I like the lineups that he's putting out there. I like how he's managing Bron and Anthony Davis. I like what they do in the fourth quarter. Let AD sit the start. Let Bron start the fourth. Yeah. Bring AD in. Let Bron sit in the middle and bring Bron back in the close. Right. Who can? What you gonna do with that? Yeah. Not only do you got Anthony Davis already out there with thirty, now you got LeBron coming back in the game with yeah. five minutes left. Yeah. And he fresh rested. And you notice he don't even play. It's a, one of them quarters like he don't play like eight minutes. The second quarter. Like yeah, the second, the second quarter. quarter. Bron has never been afforded this luxury, yeah. especially against yeah. good teams. Yeah. This is supposed to be a championship team yeah. we're playing like. Yep. Shout out Vogel And then it's crazy You know You hear uh, Oh man when LeBron Go to the bench What's gonna happen What is going We don't need it We we just needed to Keep it close Yeah, Keep it, exactly keep it close. close We ain't losing the game When AD and LeBron out mm -hmm. We're not losing the game yeah. The game is gonna always be close yeah. Like everybody was talking about Oh oh the clip I heard yesterday We was gonna be down By 20 at half Oh man 20 yeah. I said 20 at half. I bet that guy's hiding on, out man. right now. Somebody said we were going to be down by 20 at half. I said, man, look like we're only down by five at half. I bet that guy's in the house somewhere. And then when LeBron was on the bench, what, what we uh, had a lead, 
and then we might have been down what by two. Maybe when he go into the bench, and then I and, and and I hadn't really seen it. Like I was like, wow, LeBron is like literally coming back in the fourth with with four minutes and something left on his clock. Fresh. Fresh. He's never seen that before. And we up six. And it ain't just because it ain't just because who else we got. I be, I believe Frank Vogel knows. He's like, bro, I got enough to hold it down until For I sure. can get LeBron some For rest. Sure. For sure. He has enough. For sure. And bro, it's beautiful to watch what's going on. Sure. We still got games left. Yeah, we still sure. got about yeah, yeah, yeah. 18, 17 games 17 left. Games so we're going to see how this thing continues to go. But yeah. in these play, we just getting a taste of what these playoffs going to be like. For sure. We hey, getting a taste. And I hope, sports, the, I hope the Clippers, I hope y'all hold Come y'all in on the bargain. Because I'm pretty sure we're going to hold our end of the bargain. So know, and, and so let's get what we what everybody wants. Everybody want to throw bets, $100 bets here, $100 bets. I like the Clippers in seven. Okay. We don't take those bets. <laughs> Them boys ain't going to do that, Black. Them boys, Cal. Them boys ain't going to bet nothing, Black. So don't even get your hopes up, dog. Them boys ain't betting the dime when it come down to it. And it's funny. Whenever LeBron does something or uh, he beats somebody that's good, oh, this person didn't show up. Uh-huh, that person uh-huh, didn't show up. Uh-huh, oh, okay. Uh-huh. If Lou Will would have gave me a little more, we would have beat Yeah. Them. Let the Clippers would have won yesterday. Let me tell you something about Lou Will. You know why he didn't score? Because he was getting exposed on the defensive side of the ball. <laughs> He's a liability, Black. <laughs> Lou Williams is a liability on the defensive end. When you're getting exposed on the defensive end of the ball, that fucks up your offense. How do you let Avery Bradley continue to roll off the picks and knock down six three-pointers, Lewis Williams? And you know what? And you know what? I'm, I'm and I'm so and I'm so happy the king kept picking on him. Oh, he's a liability. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's go his way. Let's keep getting it to uh, Avery. Y'all want to yeah. throw Pat Bev on a bench and then bring in Reggie Jackson, uh, who's a liability as well, because he's not going to guard in. Because you know what Avery Bradley was doing? Buckets, buckets on the, all three of them. Six on all threes. three. Six threes. Yeah. <laughs> and then threes. and then at the beginning of the game, my favorite part of the whole game. The whole game. Back to back steals. One by AD slam. Next steal. Pat Bell, get that shit up. And we go to the cup and get a layup. And then we look at Pat Bell like, nigga, what you gonna do? Yeah. And we get a technical foul. I love it. I take it. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let me tell y'all something, man. What we seeing, we not it, this is what we're going to see. This is what we're going to see. And I and I pray what everybody's saying, this is not the best. If it's, if it's another level to go, and if we see that, we're going to be unstoppable. Yeah. We're unstoppable now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're not playing our best. Yeah. Y'all better prepare yourself, man. Yeah, I th- yeah that's what I want to say about... Like, from the sports <laughs> desk, bro? About this turn that other show off. Like for all the people, you know, I'm a Stephen A. Smiths of the world. I think I heard even Jay Will came. He was like, "It's going to change in the playoffs. They're going to start sending different bodies at LeBron." And okay, cool. Like, I think it's very disrespectful to think that like a game plan is going to work on LeBron in a seven game. So you have to beat this man four times. And this man, Jason Williams, got on to even though he made a great point about LeBron before. He got on TV this morning and said. Well, they're not going to play that way in the playoffs. They're going to send bodies at him, and Bron is just he, – he, he's going to have to pass it off, and other people have to go in to get this. I said, man, like, we, how insulting is that? Yep. You know what I'm saying? No other great has yep. faced this. You know yep. what I'm saying? Of, well, what they Like, figuring shit out, that's LeBron's strength. Mm-hmm. That's like Kobe or Jordan back in the day. Like, nigga said, you would never hear this. You mm-hmm. never heard shit like this say in a seven-game series yep. – you know what I'm saying? The mailman and John Stockton are going to put a game plan together to stop Michael Jordan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, yeah. you don't 
hear you don't hear these things. So I don't know. It's just weird to me to think that people ha- that's the position they take, and I get it. They not even taking the position that okay, this could happen and that could happen. It's like no, we we seen we seen what happened with um Toronto yep. last year when Katie and Clay got hurt. Mm-hmm. You understand? That's why they beat the Warriors. That's why Kawhi has a ring. Because Katie and Clay got hurt. If Clay was just healthy, they would have beat Toronto. You understand me? So yeah, I can't wait to the I can't wait to this final. So it's gonna recalibrate everything, man. Cause I'm tired of these niggas, bro. Yeah. You know it's time. It's, it's time. I'm two, three people. Shit. I, I look at it. Yo. Shit. Um, Pat Bell. What? What did you do in camp? <laughs> Lou Williams. Boy, what? What did you do in camp? <laughs> and we're gonna close it here, man. We we gonna close it here. You know, the Lakers played exceptional defense. The Clippers only uh, scored 103 points yesterday. They only scored 103 points yesterday. PG yeah. gave you 31. Kawhi gave you another 27 or something like that. Right. But my thing was about Kawhi Leonard, and we haven't exposed him yet on this show because I just I, I'm purposely not exposing Kawhi for what I saw yesterday. Where was he? And I want all our listeners to answer that to yourself because we're not gonna go into it today. Because we play y'all again in another month. Where were you? Every time I looked up black, LeBron James. I said, hey, well, LeBron James. Every time I looked up, LeBron James. Taking charge of scrapping for the ball. I took me and black talk yesterday immediately after the game. Emotions was running high. And I said, hey, black, can I just say one thing? Because black was on fire. I say, black, you know what I love the most yesterday? When LeBron dove on that ground and was yeah. scrapping for that loose ball, yeah. that ignited our team to say, if he doing this dirty work, yeah. Yeah. we right there with him, bro. Yeah. We right there with him. And I just love that LeBron was feeling engaged. He here to talk. And he hear all of the chatter. So shout out to the Lakers. Again, shout out to the King. I told y'all I was going to hold it down. Black held it down. Fred held it down. And if y'all got anything to rebuttal... <laughs> If y'all have anything to say, if y'all would like to talk to us, if y'all would like to tweet us or Instagram us or text us, because I know quite a few of y'all are going to be biting at the chomps to reply to this. Hey, we're open and we're open minded and we would love to hear what you guys have to say about this truthful moment about the Los Angeles Lakers this weekend. All right, so we're going to go right into the MVP. Black, I'm going to ask you right now, who is your MVP? Especially after this weekend. Is it LeBron James? Or is it Giannis Antetokounmpo, Black? Who is your MVP? LeBron James. Listen, man. Fun stats. LeBron James. Black with the stats. Yes. LeBron James in his MVP seasons. Mm -hmm. 2012-2013. Okay. 26 points a game, 8 rebounds, 7 assists a game. Uh 2011-2012 season, 27 points per game. Uh... Seven rebounds a game, six assists a game. Uh-huh. 2009, 29 points, seven rebounds a game, eight assists a game. And then 2000, and, and now in uh, 2019 and 2020, we're at 25 points a game, seven, seven rebounds a game, and 10, almost 11 assists a game in his MVP season. It's nothing to be said. The King is the MVP. Uh-huh. Um, everybody that's been considered, he didn't dog them. Um, I don't care what you say. He's, this man is 35 years old. Uh-huh. In year 17. Year 17. Taking on young boys in their early prime. 25 years old. Kawhi right, Leonard right, is 28 right, 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 years right. old. Right. Haven't even hit his 30s yet. 
And LeBron is taking it to these boys. He's taking on the challenge of a Giannis. He's taking right. on the challenge of a Kawhi. Right. We may have been concerned about it, but it's this is the time when it matters. Yeah. yeah. This is the time. Yeah. LeBron yeah. James is the front runner and should be hoisting that MVP trophy at the end of the year. All right. And if they don't, I know the King don't care about that shit. It's about that, it's about that chip right. at the end of the season. So if they rob him, oh well, who cares? It's about lifting the chip at the end of the season in the finals. Fred, where you at, man, with LeBron and the MVP with yeah, against Giannis Antetokounmpo? Yeah, I think that's a disrespectful ass question as well. LeBron you know what I'm saying? James. Like who who Le- is the MVP? LeBron I get James. what um your man has done out there in the East, but as I remember, LeBron was going 100 and 0 for 88 million years over there in the East. Sure, and he wouldn't. They wouldn't give him MVP. They wouldn't even give him credit. Why? Sure. Say, oh, he's over there. He's in the Eastern Conference. But now that Giannis is over there uh-huh. doing less impressive shit than uh-huh. LeBron did, correct. you know what I'm saying? Like, because LeBron is two games back for where they at now in the West. Yeah, in the West, in the tougher conference. Yeah, so yeah, let yeah. that happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, well, it's just yeah, funny yeah. that we're we're out of. Right, Yo, I didn't know we in the hunt for the best record. Yeah, only two games behind. So I'm like, where's all these people that Braun, when Braun was in the East for a decade going to the finals, sweeping Toronto back-to-back years, DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Larry. Where was everybody then saying, oh, no, nah, so I don't want to hear that shit. We ain't getting no MVPs in. I mean, it's not, a, the discussion is over. The MVP is LeBron James. Yep. Like, Period. That's the MVP. Yeah, I'm with it too, man. I mean, I'm just looking at it. It's a whole season. And you got to believe that the voters for this award are taking into account, like, there's different levels in the season. When the season first starts, man, like, the first 20, 30 games, like, that holds more weight than everything at the All-Star? It can't. It can't hold more weight because teams are getting in position. The competition is more harder because teams are trying to get certain seeds or even trying to make the playoffs. Did y'all not see what happened against Zion and the Pelicans? They fighting for a playoff spot. Them boys was coming with the Lakers, and bro. And too. they lost. Yeah. <laughs> and they lost. Twice in the same they, week. Twice in the same week. You know what I'm saying? So the, 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 the Bucks, best record in the league, they lost. Yeah. The Clippers, second in the West, they lost. And then it's something so amazing after you play the Lakers. Now you see the Bucks on a losing streak. They done yeah, lost two yeah. straight. Yeah. They done lost yeah. two straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, whoa, whoa, like what's going on? Like, bro, yeah. like, come on, bro. This is the time. Y'all, y'all, this like D said earlier, all this early season, November, when the season yeah. just get kicked off. What he at now? It's yeah. about yeah. right now. The, the, the Lakers in the last 10 games since All-Star break are nine and one. We got one loss to the, the, the Memphis Grizzly on a lowly Saturday night. Right. You know, after we won seven straight. Right. You know, I know people say, oh, y'all lost to the Grizzly. Bro, we won seven right. straight, they bro. We beat the Grizzlies like three days yeah. before that. We got one loss. We got one loss since All-Star break. The Clippers are 6-4 and four in their last 10. <laughs> and they are six games back, bro. Dog, the Clippers are six and a half games back of the number one seed in the West, bro. Yeah. Like, what are we talking about here? And one game back from being third. Correct. And like two, nope. three games back from being fourth. Yes, sir. Fred hit it right on the head. The Clippers are only two games away from being back at the fifth seed. <laughs> and losing home court in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. I mean, in the playoffs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so, look, bro. Like, what LeBron is doing right now, and this is how it's going to go. LeBron smells blood. LeBron is in. He not even zero dark 30 mode yet. He ain't even there yet. Yeah. yeah. We are getting, and I love LeBron's after the game. Like, we hitting, we hitting shots. We switching well. See, when I watch basketball, I watch the things that the media don't talk about. Are we switching? Are we getting a body on the body? Are we getting hands in players' face when they try to shoot the three? Are we communicating on defense? That's what I like to see because that tells me what kind of team we got inside of the locker room. These boys are locked in. 
Yeah. Everybody wanted to give up on Caldwell Pope after last year. I mean, at the beginning of this year when he was on that terrible slump. And LeBron was like, nah, he good. Yeah. And, 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 and we only played 13 games. And everybody ready. And boy, Caldwell Pope is one of our better perimeter defenders, bro. Yeah. But at the top of the key, he's playing great, man. Along with Bradley and with Rondo on the defensive end. So LeBron is the reason for all this. Don't get me wrong. Anthony Davis is a great player. We have a lot of great, good players around us, bro. But LeBron is turning this engine. And Giannis, he is losing steam for this MVP. So I would like to think that the voters would take into consideration, man, the different levels in the season. So right now, of course, I'm going to go with LeBron James as my MVP. LeBron James. Le- LeBron James. So, yeah. So, that's it right there, man. So, we're going to go ahead and cover some of the standards for the NBA. We're going to get out of here, man. So, in the Western Conference, of course, the Lakers, 49-13. Six games. Six games separate them between them and the Clippers, man. Followed by the Nuggets, Jazz, Thunder, Rockets. The slumping Rockets, who's lost four straight. Yeah, Took a crazy, bad loss to Orlando last night. And the Knicks, the- man. They lost to the Knicks, too. Yeah, and, and New York. And then you got the Mavs and the Grizzlies finishing out with 7-8. But that ace that hate spot is only right now three game difference between the Pelicans, the Kings, and the Trailblazers. So it's going to be a fight for that AC in the West. In the East, all right, you got the uh, Bucks, all right, at 53 and 11, um, followed by the Raptors at 45 and 18. You know, they got a seven game lead in the East, uh, the Bucks. They're going to wrap up that number one seed probably shortly, followed by the Celtics, the Heat. The Pacers, the the 76ers, the Nets, and the Magic, who both have losing records. And this is the conference that Giannis Antetokounmpo is going to win the MVP in. I don't, how are you going to give the MVP to a person who only got six winning teams in the conference? That's why y'all didn't give it to LeBron. And the best teams he yeah. playing all year is in the Western Conference. And that's why y'all didn't give it to LeBron. Y'all didn't give it to LeBron when LeBron was doing that. So now the roles are reversed. Now we riding in the West. So we'll see. But I firmly believe LeBron and Lakers are going to keep this up. He's going to get that MVP. All right, man. So that's going to wrap up our uh, extremely, extremely energetic uh, NBA uh, take this week, man. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna transition, man, into the National Football League, and um, this is this one's gonna be tough. All right. Um, but before we get into that, man, you know, let's do what we need to do. man so we're going to get into the national football league this week man and uh boy oh boy oh boy a lot has taken place and this week's uh talk is all about what's going on right here in (laughs) so this is the official state of the union of the Jacksonville Jaguars, and it's only appropriate that we let our man's Freddie Bricks, who is mm. solely 
emotionally <laughs> invested in the debacle that has been going on with the Jaguars. And before we let Fred get off, just mm-hmm. a couple of things to kind of season the plate, man. You had AJ Boyer officially traded to the Denver Broncos for a fourth round, fourth round pick. And then Yannick Ngakwe looked like he's going to get tagged and he has informed the Jaguars that he does not intend to sign a long-term contract here mm-hmm. and trade me. Deontay Fowler, out of here. Jalen Ramsey, out of here. You signed Nick Foles for $90 million, but now you're trying to trade him. He'll be out of here. So we're not looking too hot. And I'm going to kick it off. Well, I'm going to go ahead and roll the ball over to my man, Fred. And Fred, give us your state of the union of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay, well, to, to say where they're going, let me tell you, I guess, where they've been mm. um, uh, since 2000. I think they went they went 14-2 and two after the 1999 season, which Yo. I think everybody realized. Sure. They lost to the Titans. Sure. Blase Blah. And they only won more than eight games. I want to say, what is it, three or four times after that for the next 20 years. Wow. Um, in the last decade, they only won more than five games. Yeah. What's this? Oh my! Not counting this six and ten year, this great year they just had. They've only won more than five games. What is this? Once? Not no. Yeah, one. Yeah, ten and six when we went to the uh, AFC championship game and um lost. So my hope for the Jaguars, for the future of the Jaguars, is that as soon as they pop off from the first game next year, Minshew has an injury. Hopefully, it's not career threatening, but it's long enough. Well, he's out eight games or more, and we can start this thing off 0-8 to go get Trevor. Um, but I think right now, we still have Gus Bradley's staff, and that's a lot of things I think uh, Jaguar fans don't realize. Jaguar fans are not the brightest when it comes to understanding how front offices works. Yeah, I said it. They're not the brightest. Because you remember, I've been saying I've been saying this before they went on that 10-6 run, that run with Blake Bortles, I, and people was like shitting on me bad because they thought I was being hard on the Jaguars. And I said, no, I'm just paying attention to the front offices. I'm paying attention to what successful franchises are doing. Yeah. I'm paying attention to what we're doing. Yeah. So if you tell me, hey, I want to shake things up and get rid of Gus Bradley, and this guy Doug Marone comes in and goes one and one, right. and that's enough proof for you to take not only Gus Bradley, not Gus, to take Dan Willen, but the rest of Gus Bradley's staff alone. What I'm saying, let's give it another go for another five years. Doug Monroe. You understand? Yeah. yeah. And then you don't <laughs> sign Ngakwe. Fuck him. You don't sign Ramsey. You trade Fowler. You know what I'm saying? And just and countless of other players, you don't get to do that. But who do you sign? You sign Blake Bortles. You go give $100 million to Nick Foles. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to Nick fucking Foles. At some point, Jaguar fans, the buck is going to have to stop. The Jags are going to have to hit rock bottom. I'm seeing people who I've never seen who I thought, wow, they would turn on the Jags. I'm turning on the Jags. And you and you see it. I'm like, how much y'all, even before 2017, when Blake Borders was your quarterback, we, we still was fucking up. Yeah. Still, like, at that point, we just so happened to win 10 games. People act like we won 14 games that year. Yeah. We so happened to squeeze by, yeah. win 10 games in the style of football we played. The Steelers just couldn't have our numbers. You just look right. at it. We should have beat the Patriots. That was the one year we had right. where we could have shook something with that Blake Border squad. But, hey, it's whatever. Right. It's past now. So I think now, I don't even know who they're going to draft. Honestly, I, I wish they just draft two offensive linemen to get ready for Trevor. Um, the next year. You know, yeah, get ready for the next year. I, I don't think that we need to stop. The buck needs to stop. We're not going to get any free agents because we are the no. worst team. We are looked at as the worst team in the league right now. You got Jalen Ramsey and these boys on Twitter saying, free all my dogs. Like, we are some and kind laughing. of prison. And laughing. Like, we are some kind of prison camp for yep. NFL players. And these guys talk. I know some NFL players. There's a lot of shit. I've become... 
The reason why I was so frustrated in the beginning is because I'm talking to these people. Yeah. I know exactly how Dante Fowler was feeling doing that yeah. whole thing. And I'm coming in. I'm saying, look, it's not much I can say. But trust me, nobody is fucking with these people in the Jaguars. Nah. No, everybody hates Tom Coughlin. No, no, we're coming back. I'm like, look, yeah, we 10 and 6. We doing the thing. But everybody hates this guy. Everybody yeah. in that building they didn't want him hates there. this guy. They, they don't want to play for this guy. Yeah. We're not going to be able to sign these guys. So... They got, the Jags have some great young players. They got Josh. They have great young talent that I think will get better this year. I don't know what they're going to do about this Nick Foles contract. Hopefully, they can trade him. Trying it, to but, trade him. Right. They're trying to trade him, which I highly doubt is right. going to happen. Right. You know what I'm saying? Too much money. It's too much money. You got Minshew, who's not going to – he's going to win you four to five games. I've watched Minshew. Like, Minshew is not just going to be able to go out there and go on 16. Like, we need him to. So, that's the only reason I say I want him to get hurt. Because I'm tired of this bullshit. If Minshew is not going to be our franchise quarterback, I don't want to go out there and watch them win seven to eight games. Right. And believe me that we can get into the playoffs toward the end of the year like we have for the last fucking – let me get my fucking phone because I really need y'all to understand what the fuck is going on. What I be saying and what y'all be saying before these seasons. You understand? So let's take it back. Like my, I, I can't remember when it, it, you know, it started, started. But in 2011, you know what I'm saying? You go 5 and 11. Then in 2012, you go 2 and 14. 2013, you go 4 and 12. Mm. 2014, you take a step back and go 3 and 13. Mm. 2015, you take a step up and go 5 and 11. Mm. 2016, you go th um, 3 and 13. All of these seasons are making my mind up for me. So when I get done with these seasons, I talk to Jags fans and they come in year after year saying, Oh, there's hope. We got Tyson to Lou and Lou and 10. There's hope. You know, just believe in him. We went and got a guy from the West Coast who has never been to the South. And we expect him to be a holy nada from um, the Steelers. That's what they thought, You too. know what I'm saying? I'm like, how can we keep making stupid, stupid fucking decisions year after year? Jalen Ramsey falls into our hands. Yep. We don't. Thank God the Cowboys draft Zeke. Jalen falls inside. And guess what? He falls right out of our and now hands. now he's gone. And now he's gone. You know what I'm saying? Um, boy, yeah, they gave him up for nothing with a fourth round fourth pick. Fourth round pick. Gave him up for nothing. You know what I'm saying? Um, not say I wanted them to give him up because I just think this thing needs to be destroyed. And other Jag fans, if you're listening out there, I encourage you. Like, we need to stick together as a family on this. Them niggas need to go 0 and 16, 1 and 15. <laughs> we need a franchise quarterback. If them niggas can bottom out, we could go get the fucking quarterback that we need and be good for the next decade. Yep. It's some, what is that? The Chargers? One of these NFL franchises already owned it. Because they scouting Trevor right now when it came back. They was like, this is the best. Yeah. This is the best. I remember when yeah. people were scouting Andrew Luck and they was like, oh, this is the best. But they the said this kid. The reports that are coming back by this Trevor he kid. He the one. They said that this he is the one. one. He the one like, one. It's teams yeah. that are coming out like, hey, we want to make this known to the public. Yeah. This is the best quarterback we've ever seen. Coming into the and league. And we prepared to go 0-16. To get him. More so if I'm, if I'm Tony Khan, Sean Khan, I'm, I'm telling Minshew, I love you, brother. <laughs> but I'm finna trade. I'm finna see if somebody wants you, nigga. I'm, I'm doing, I'm, Curtis, I'm calling Curtis Painter. I'm telling Leonard Fortnite, I'm shooting him a check. Hey, bro, don't even worry about playing this year, bro. And I'm telling my whole fan base, we going 0 and 16. 0 and 16. If they can come out and tell me that I go to every game, I support. If they come out and say, look, we're trying to get Trevor Lawrence, I'm going to every game because that's the effort I support. But you know what the fuck I don't support, Jags fans? 5 and 11, 3 and 13, 2 and 14, uh. 10 and 6. You know, get the fuck out of here. Man. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just ready for change.
I hope you guys are as well. Whew. You know what I'm saying? And fuck the state of the Jaguars because I hate the state of these fucking Jaguars right now. The state needs to change. Fuck they line. Fuck they defense. Fuck everything about the Jaguars right now. This shit needs to change. Mm. Everything needs to change. The front office, the GM, mm. and probably the goddamn owner. You understand? They've been talking about this lot J shit for the last couple of years. We're tired of it. Tired of it. So this year, I will be rooting for the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes while the Jags get their shit together. So either they're going to win five to six games or hopefully 0-16, and, and I'll be back in 2021 with my Trevor Lawrence journey in Jersey in training camp. Briefing the reduced lunch sports deaths on what's happening. <laughs> Wow. Well, that, that was a wow. classic, boy. That was that was a classic. Wow. Okay, um, let's gather ourselves here. Uh <laughs> so Black, uh tough act to follow there, Black. Uh yeah, man. Give your state of the union on the Jaguars as, as yeah, a devoted I just, I just, fan. I just want to say, man, like what it's come to, man. Like on this day in 2017, the yeah. Jaguars signed cornerback AJ Boye to a five-year 67 million dollar contract now he's slated to be a member of the denver broncos mm. yeah i'm really sad man mm. i'm really sad i gotta agree with fred man like just blow it up man just blow <laughs> it up just blow it up uh i've been at work talking to different guys man about what the jaguars could do in the draft and yeah. how we can some first round, another first round together, and get three good players. What you can do in Dockway, and you know, letting him go. Maybe like maybe a Seattle. I heard Seattle's in. I mean, uh, Seattle's interested, interested in yeah. them for their first round pick. New York's uh, interested in them for his first round pick for their first round pick. And I'm just thinking about a whole lot that could help the Jaguars next season. But uh. at this point. It doesn't matter. No. It doesn't matter. Let's just blow it up. Yeah. Let's just blow it up. If you go one in if you go one in fifteen or whatever, however fuck just win one game, blow it up, and let's get Trevor Lawrence in here. Yeah. And just let's just rebuild this thing. Let let Leonard Fournette go too. We can find another running back. Let him go. Right. Just 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 clean house. Doug Marone. Uh, I hope somebody else can up some money to get the team from Chad Khan and just buy it away from him. Man, just pure I'm just, disgust. Man, just, just everything needs to be washed off the board with the Jaguars. Everything Sheesh. needs to be redone from ownership all the way down to the freaking players. Sheesh. You might need to get the you might need to get the equipment guys out of here too. Man, they might be causing a problem as well. Yep. But man, it's just it's just crazy, yep. man, that my Jaguars have to go through this. Man, it's it's sad to be a fan and we have to deal with this every every year. I don't get to be in the conversations of man what my team gonna do mm. like what we gonna have playoffs and I, I sit around listen to these guys from work talk about the Cowboys talk about the Chiefs yeah. talk about the Bills the Buffalo Bills yeah <laughs> was the one Buffalo was Bills. one drive away from making it to the second round of the playoffs this yeah. year yeah. the Bills I have people at my job talking about the Buffalo Bills <laughs> and I can't say a word nope. I'm just tired man uh, it's a lot needs to be changed. Uh, I hope, I hope the Jaguars can do something. Yeah, I kind of already yeah. know what I'm going to get in this upcoming draft. I know it's going to be a stupid pick somewhere. Oh, I'm not. just waiting for it. We hope you not. know. I'm I'm praying to the 
to the most high God <laughs> that Jeff Okuda falls to us some type of way. Oh, yeah. So we can get another good cornerback because somebody had the nerve to tell me, man, you need to get those trenches right. For, and, 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 and said, I, I agree with saying you do have to yeah, get you the trenches do. right. You do. But what in the hell do you have in the back end that can lock something down? I need something in my secondary. Mm-hmm. So give me just, yeah. So, no, yep. yeah. So give me something, at least something that. Give you a uh, a reminder of Jalen Ramsey. He may not be yeah. Jalen Ramsey. They possibly be saying that he's better than Jalen, but they, that's they still say he is coming out. They you say know? he is. So if we could, if he can somehow fall to nine, that would be great. Mm. Then with the twentieth pick, I know yeah, they'll do yeah. something dumb with that. Man. They'll probably go take an offensive lineman, uh, do something crazy with it. it I, I just don't know, man. If if I could get one good pick, get uh-huh. one player. I, I just want one player jersey I can go buy. Oh, I would be man. fine with going to buy Jeff Okuda jersey. Because oh, I know he's going to be a baller. Man. This is I'm tough. not buying Leonard Fournette's jersey. I'm not buying. I'm not buying. Uh, I'm not buying Nick Foles' jersey. I'm not buying. Uh, what's the what's our back? What's our new quarterback? Gardner. Minshew. I'm not buying Minshew's jersey. Gardner. I Minshew. want a jersey for next season. So Jeff Okuda, if you happen to hear this, Jaguars, if you happen to hear this, please somehow let's see if he falls to number nine, or if you can happen to boot up to in the top five, please take him, please. Yeah. But yeah, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm just sad, man. I'm on the same page with Fred. Do what you can to clean this house. Yeah, man, just drop it. It's time, man. We've been I've been fighting for the Jaguars year and year out, and we have nothing to show for it. Uh-huh. We have one. We have one division championship. Yeah, man. One. And we couldn't even enjoy that. Like, and we couldn't enjoy it. Enjoy. We didn't know we was going ten and six. I thought we was winning two games that year, so we didn't have an off season where it was like, uh oh, yeah. anticipation. You know, parties and like game by game, we nervous. And that was and that was on the strength of a defense that's depleted now. Non-existent. Non-existent. So Okay. Man, just let it's it's time, man. It's time. Let's just clean it up. Let's just get get it right. Figure it out. And just hope that this guy and uh, Mr. Sunshine Trevor Lawrence just falls in our lap. Oh, Sunshine. He falls in our lap. And I like I'm with Fred. I'm I'm even gonna ride with Fred when we go get this damn jersey for Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> I'm the first one in line before the doors even unlock to get my Trevor Lawrence jersey. Wow. I mean, okay, I mean uh, whew, that was very emotional. I'm going to not be as uh, volatile as as my guys, but you know I live in Jacksonville. I support the Jaguars, even though I'm a, a, a ride or die Dallas Cowboys fan. I do want to see this city. I want to see this team do well. I mean, the year that they uh, went to the AFC Championship game, man, I was rooting and hollering. I went to the playoff game when Buffalo came down here. Like I'm invested, man. I am. But I just want to name off a couple of things here, man. Uh, I want to say a couple of teams here. The Kansas City Chiefs, the Baltimore Ravens, the Houston Texans, the Seattle Seahawks, the Dallas Cowboys, the Los Angeles Rams. Do you gentlemen know what these six teams all have in common uh, over the Jacksonville Jaguars? I'll tell you. They all have franchise quarterbacks that the Jaguars had opportunities to get. Patrick Mahomes could have been a Jag. Oh, Lamar Jackson could have been a Jag. Deshaun Watson was there. And me and Black was watching that draft that year. And I said, oh, they finna take Deshaun. And Black was like, bro, they not finna take him, bro. Like, my boy was sad telling me, like, bro, they not finna take him. And sure as hell, they did not take him. So who's going to the combine? 
Who's going to these collegiate athletic games seeing these prospects? We all know Trevor Lawrence is the next big thing, but what about all the? What about when Russell Wilson didn't get picked to the second round and the Jags had Blaine Gabbert <laughs> finishing up the season? Ain't nobody want to take a look at Russell Wilson who had just went to the Rose Bowl and won it. Ain't nobody wanting to take a look at him. Yeah. So the front office is in shambles. How do you fire Coughlin but keep Monroe? Like that didn't make sense to me. When Coughlin got fired, I said, okay, they finna clean house. Yeah. They didn't do that. So you still got the same coaching staff and the coaches there. Everything. What what did you do? Call, I mean, Caldwell's still there. Why are they there? Yeah. So until the Jaguars can clean house until Sean Khan gets football minds in there. Because that's it. Sean Khan about money, dog. That's why he took a home game away. Yeah. That's why the Jaguars only got six games this year in the city. And that's a shame, bro. Yeah. That is a shame. It's already bad enough they go to London once a year. Now they're going to go twice? And you're taking two home games away from the city? You know how much revenue that is for the city that's lost? Yeah. And you just going to give us six games here? It's atrocious, man. The Jaguars are, are a disgrace. They just a disgrace. And, and, and in Gawkway, man, why y'all ain't do something with this man last year? <laughs> he is he been telling y'all he don't want to be here. Oh, he keep bashing y'all on the media. Trade him. There's no value with Ngakwe here. There's none with him here. Jalen Ramsey is out of here. Fowler's out of here. Calais Campbell, his last leg. Josh Allen is forced to be here. <laughs> I guarantee you, he's probably not happy either. Like, it's, it's a shame. All of the bad teams in the NFL. The Miami Dolphins were not good last year, but there's hope there. Yeah. Yeah. Miami Dolphin fans have hope. The Jaguars don't got none. <laughs> like, you can name all the bad teams last year. They have hope that they can get it together. But the Jags don't have none, man, and it's sad, bro. It's sad, bro, and I don't know what's going to come about it. Hopefully the Jaguars can go 1-15 and 0-16 and have the opportunity to draft Sunshine. Oh, Sunshine. He. And I'm going to be writing a call with y'all. You know what I'm saying? If Trevor Lawrence is coming to Jacksonville, I'm right there going to get his jersey too because that's a big deal, bro. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting to see what the Jags do with this draft, man. So I don't know what's going to happen. I just know the Jaguars are in bad shape. They've been in bad shape, and we'll see what's going to happen with them. But I think throughout this week, man, my boy Charles was talking at work, and we went through the Jaguar schedule, man, and we both came to agree, man, it's looking like a 4-12 and year. Yeah. It's looking like a 4-12 and year. Now, hopefully, we're wrong about that. Hopefully, the Jazz go 1-15 and go 0-16. That's what we need to happen here for this city. This city needs a sign of hope. And there's none here. So during the NFL season here in Jacksonville, it's going to be egregious. Yeah. There's no excitement. There's no joy. No nothing. The diehard fans, shout out my boy Eddie Lewis. Like, my boy Eddie said, bro, like, this is season ticket holder. Yeah. This is the guy who tailgates. And my boy said, not this season. Yeah. My boy said, I'm taking a break this year. Yeah. I'm taking a break. Yeah. And, and it's sad, bro. And why does it have to happen in the city we live in? Yeah, right. For years and years and years, bro. Dog, Lamar Jackson could be a Jaguar. Patrick Mahomes. Could be a Jaguar. The best quarterbacks in the league. Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott, Jared Goff. Whatever you love him ahead of him, he went to a Super Bowl. <laughs> Jared Goff was a possession away from being a Super Bowl champion. So whatever you want to say about him, I don't care. He played in the Super Bowl. Do you know what people would give around here for the Jaguars to walk on the field with a Super Bowl logo? They would probably get a left arm, bro. 
It would be a bunch of fans in the stand with only one arm, bro, if the Jaguars can make it to a Super Bowl. And I hope in our lifetime we can at least see it one time. At least one time, bro. At least one time. So it's tough right now to be a Jags fan and a Jags supporter. And um, hopefully it, it's up from here. I mean, hope, no, I'll take that back. Hopefully it's not up from here. Hopefully the Jazz go 0-16 and draft Trevor Lawrence with the number one pick in the draft in 2021. And then we can have a special edition on the resurgence of football Jesus being down here in Jacksonville. So, yeah, man, so we just had to stop by and kind of address all of the ill feelings and the, and the moves that's been going on. The Jaguars was in the news for the wrong reasons all last week. Yeah. And Gawkway is butchering the Jaguars. The, uh, Dante Fowler and Jalen Rams are laughing at the Jaguars. Free my dogs. Let them boys go. Leonard Fournette putting out memes and stuff like, yeah. get me out of here. And we'll see. Maybe Fournette will be gone. Who knows? If, if you have any sense in the front office, Jaguars, trade Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Try to get something for him. Try to get a draft pick right for him now, that you can stack up. Trade him. Trade in Gawkway to the Seahawks and get some draft yeah. picks. Just tank out. You're not winning anything. Yeah. You're going to go 0-2 versus the Titans. You're going to go 0-2 for the Texans. And if God is with you that day, you might go 1-1 versus the Colts. <laughs> You're going to go one and five or six or whatever in your division. You're going to go one and five. Yeah. And the Jaguars got a pretty rough schedule this year. You're going to lose a bunch of games. The Steelers come to town. You're losing by 30. <laughs> so we'll see. So, yeah, that's going to wrap up our NFL talk, man. We just had to really get in here and, and give an address uh, to the Jacksonville Jaguars, man. We want to shout out our man Fred, man, for coming through today. He's going to go ahead and get out of here. And we needed him here, man. Fred gave his take, man. If y'all want to holler at Fred about anything that he said, y'all get with my boy, man. Y'all get with him. Freddie Bricks. Freddie Bricks, Twitter, Instagram, Reduce Lunch. Hit him up, man. All right, man. All right, man. So we're going to – all right, bro. So we're going to transition into the ultimate fighting championship. And Black, what a letdown. We experienced this weekend, man, at UFC 248. Israel Adesanya uh, Romero fighting for the undisputed 185-pound championship. So, Black, give me your takes on the fight, and, and how do you feel about the letdown that took place Saturday night, man? Man, it felt like I was watching Dancing with the Stars, man. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe I stayed up. Yeah, man. To watch this, man, I just it, 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 I felt I felt like it was very embarrassing for the UFC. Yep. Uh, if it wasn't for the beautiful match we got from the women, that oh call would have been oh atrocious. My oh my god. Yes. Uh, Adesanya, Roe, your Romero. Uh huh. Y'all got to get it together, man. Uh-huh. Like I, new sports. All yes. the hype behind this and. I want to take them out. I just, me, D, my guy, RJ at work. Yep. We all knew just somebody was going to get their lights turned out. Yep. And it didn't happen. We seen, we seen a dance contest, man. And yep. it, it, it sucks that it went that way. I'm just very, I'm, I'm highly, highly disappointed in what we got from that. Mm. Yeah, uh, it's not really much to say here, and usually we're really hyped about these big main events in the UFC. And I do want to—I want to start with Joanna and uh, and Zong. Um, that strawweight championship fight was one of the greats, man. Um, I really been struggling trying to figure out have we seen a better uh, women's fight in the UFC. And, I, and off the top of my head, I remember uh, Joe Chan—not uh, Joe Chanchik, but uh, yeah, Joe Chanchek and 
Amanda Nunez' second fight was great. The second time they fought, it was a great fight. But these young ladies were throwing bombs. They were throwing bombs, man. Just a lot of heart and just just relentless, man, for five rounds. I honestly didn't know who won that fight. I was literally stuck. I said, man, this fight can really go either way. Some people had Zong winning. Some people had Joanna winning. But all in all, it was a great fight. And if I'm Dana White, I'm running that back. I'm running that fight back between those two because it was razor, razor sharp, man. Just an all-time great fight. And I just want to applaud those young ladies, man, on a fantastic fight. But let's get to the main event, man. Adesanya versus Romero. I blame this fight 100% on Romero, man. What a waste of time. You sit up here and talk all this trash that you're going to brain the fight Adesanya. You're going to push the pace. You're going to suffocate him. You're going to knock him out. Adesanya's the champion. I agree with Dana White and Joe Rogan. Adesanya did what he was supposed to do. You want to be the champion, you push the pace. You push the pace. Adesanya stood there and chopped your leg down. And you want to stand there and dance? You want to stand there and throw your hands up, Romero? This is your last chance. You done had two previous championship fights. Two. This is your last shot and you do this? For five rounds, and I'm sitting there watching this fight. I'm like, man, okay, we get to the fifth round. Uh, Romero, he's gonna turn it up. This is the last round. I know he's gonna attack Adesanya. He's gonna push the push the pace, and we got nothing, bro. It was an utter disappointment, and I'm mad I stayed up for that because not only did the time go up that night, I lost a lot of sleep. I didn't go to bed till three in the morning. I had to turn right back around and be up for, at seven o'clock for that for five rounds of that. That was just disappointing, man. And, and, and Dana White was disgusted. And, and I echoed Dana's sentiments, man. It was like, man, like, this was a huge letdown because that entire fight card was great, man. That was a, and the prelims was great, too. That was a great night of fights. And for Romero to come in there and, and, and act the way he act, and, and just, I just lost a lot of respect for him. I had a lot of respect for Romero coming into this fight. He's one of the dangerous fighters of our time. He's a beast. He's a warrior. He, he, I mean, we've seen him time and time again do some amazing things in the octagon. But for whatever reason, <laughs> you went and win it this night here. And this is for the championship. So I don't got no beef with Adesanya. He cool with me. He did what he had to do. I blame all this on, Rom on Romero, man. So, Black, what do you think next uh, for Adesanya? You know, there's a couple of contenders uh, that could fight him next. But what do you think for Adesanya? Well, I, th <clears throat> I think he should uh, um, take another uh, fight at middleweight. I mean, well, yeah, yeah. at middleweight. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and, and this kid who got hurt, I, I can't think of his Acosta. name. Acosta. I think that fight needs yeah. to happen. Yeah, I'm um, with you. I'm I'm kind of with this John Jones thing at a catch weight super fight, but after seeing what I saw, I really don't know if I'm ready to see that. I feel like he needs to battle some of these middleweights, some of these yeah, some of these yeah. top contenders before yeah. we get him into a super fight status type of thing going on here. But that Acosta fight is be a really big one for me. Yeah, I'm with you too. I think Acosta should be next. Uh, that fight was going to happen before he had to have shoulder surgery, but he appears to be healthy. I think Acosta Adesanya will be next. Um, Adesanya's done a lot in his short time as champion, like. Kevin Gassum was a warrior. Kevin Gassum was picked to beat him and, and, and win that championship uh, fight, that intern championship fight. And, and, and Adesanya TKO'd him. Mm -hmm. You come back, it's a very game Robert Whitaker. Robert Whitaker doesn't get the respect he deserves. He is one of the most sound game fighters in the UFC and had never been stopped. Mm -hmm. And Adesanya got him out of here. He knocked him out in the third round of that fight. 
I mean, the second round of that fight and became champion. So Adesanya got some notches on his belt. And even though the Romero win won't come out as like, oh, an impressive victory, that wasn't his fault. It takes two to dance. It takes two to tango. And, and Romero wasn't game. But I think Acosta is next. I think Darren Till is, uh, is waiting in the wings. If he can get a win at middleweight, uh, the challenge uh, Adesanya, they've had some words. Um, but I think Acosta, Adesanya is next. Um, so hopefully, and I'm, I'm, I'm really sure about this, on the next UFC main uh, uh, fight, the next um, uh, pay-per-view for the UFC, I know what we're going to get. We're going to get blood, we're going to get a war, and we got plenty of time to break this fight down. <laughs> when Khabib and Tony Ferguson get into that cage, hey, Romero, Romero, how about you take some time out of your day and you watch that fight, and you see how it's supposed to be done, because I know what we're going to get when those two gentlemen get into the octagon, man, and that fight is going to be taking place very soon, uh, April 18th. Uh, oh, man, they play the same, I think that's the same day uh, Clippers and... Uh, Lakers play. I think it is, but that'll be a hell of a Saturday night. <laughs> so we'll see about that. But okay. Um, so yeah, that's gonna wrap up uh our UFC talk, man. I'm really sad that we get we didn't get to come in here and throw some sound bites and do some kind of things like that. But you know, they let us down, man. They 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 really wasn't well, I ain't gonna say they. Yorel Rorel Romero wasn't with the smoke. All right, man. So we're gonna transition, man, into the WWE. And we have been playing uh, the Bray Wyatt uh, theme. And we're going to play that still. But um, I decided to kind of play some, uh, some, other, some other theme music. Some of the great wrestlers of our time bringing in the WWE. So each week, I'm going to play a different theme uh, from uh, one of the great wrestlers, man. And I heard this from the day, man. I said, I got to play this, man. So we're going to get into the WWE right now. Y'all young boys might not know about this. Hey, Chico. <laughs> hey, Chico. It's Razor Ramon. <laughs> the bad guy. Yeah. We're gonna let Razor ride for a second. Get to that part real quick. <laughs> hey, Chico. Yeah, man. So shout out to Razor Ramon. So that was one of the great, the legends, Razor Ramon, man, before he went on his whole uh, Scott Hall uh, era, man. All right, man. So let's get into it. All right, man. So Elimination Chamber took place last night. WrestleMania is really uh, starting to shape up here. Um, so officially we have our, well, these are the matches currently for WrestleMania, but we're going to start off with, uh, Shayna Baszler winning the elimination chamber in devastating fashion. She hmm. just destroyed yes, she did. each and every one in that elimination chamber. And she has stated her claim. She will be going to WrestleMania to take on the man for the raw women's championship. So black, did you get a chance to check out some elimination chamber, uh, and see, uh, Shayna Baszler's, uh, man, I did man it was amazing like <laughs> we already knew that Shayna Baszler was going to win because that feud with her and Becky Lynch could potentially be something really really good yeah for Wrestlemania very so, fun mm -hmm. yeah man I'm excited about that but man I was most excited about that tag team uh, elimination chamber match okay it was amazing mm -hmm. like those guys was doing everything the, the Usos uh, Miz New and Morris New Day yep. um uh well, I can't. I can't think of the uh, the other the other tag teams that was in there, but it was amazing to watch, man. And then you know 
getting a sighting, and I knew it was going to happen. Getting a sighting from the dead man, the Undertaker. The Undertaker came. I knew that was going to happen. So right, right. it was amazing, man. The card was it, it was great. They had some good matches in there and everything. But um, that tag team ma- match and the uh, Shayna Blazer that was really stands out for sure, man. I want to give a special shout out to the Street Profits, man. Uh, the new. Raw Tag Team Champions, they unexpectedly... And still. And still. They unexpectedly won the titles last Monday on Raw. I didn't expect them to win it there. Didn't I say that, too? I was like, you man, did. they got to put them belts and around them. And they did. I didn't, I didn't expect that. I didn't I didn't expect that. And, <laughs> and I was happy that they did. That was a real exciting moment, uh, moment man. So uh, they then defended the titles last night and uh, retained uh, against Seth Rollins and uh, Buddy Murphy, man. So shout out to the Street Profits. This is what the WWE needs. This is what the fans want to see. We want to see fresh faces, athleticism. We want to see it. And the Street Profits is a prime example of what we uh, are looking for. So WrestleMania is shaping up, Black. So we have five matches already in the books. So we got a Universal Championship. Uh, we got Goldberg defending against Roman Reigns. We got the WWE Championship, Lesnar versus McIntyre. We got Charlotte Flair going after the NXT title against Rhea Ripley. And then, of course, like we just mentioned, we have Becky Lynch defending the Raw Women's Championship against Shayna Blazer. And last but not least, we have The Fiend, my man. Bray Wyatt getting a really big spot here facing the returning, the legend, John Cena. John John Cena could very well be top five, top ten ever in wrestling history, man. So, Black, how do you feel about the card as it's going right now? Because we still have some matches to go. I think we're going to get AJ Styles and Undertaker confirmed tonight, but what do you think? Yeah, yeah, man. I like the way it's shaping up. Uh, I really... My main thing about this card, I really hope they make that Fiend and uh, John Cena the headline for this uh, WrestleMania. But I think that'd be a good look. Um, uh, it's overall, it's, it's it's shaping up to be uh, a, a good WrestleMania. Uh, it's a lot of matches in here that I'm excited about seeing Becky and um, and Shayna Glazer. I'm really excited about that. But more than anything, the Fiend versus, like you just said, a top ten, top five wrestler. You know, depending on who you are in right. John Cena, yeah. I think that needs to be the headline for WrestleMania. I agree. It's going to be interesting what they do because I think we're going to get Randy Orton and Edge. Edge is returning tonight. We're recording on the Monday. Edge is returning uh, to Monday Night Raw tonight after Randy Orton RKO'd his wife, uh, Beth Phoenix, last week in the ring. So we got a lot of drama in the WWE. They, they've been doing a great job with the WrestleMania cards probably over the last two to three years. We've had some good storylines like Batista and Triple H, the Miz and Shane McMahon, like we 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 uh, uh Daniel Bryan when he won his championship, Kofi Kingston when he won his, so they kind of turn it up around this time of year, and this card is looking like it's going to be something really well uh, down there in Tampa, Florida, uh for WrestleMania. So um so that's all we're really going to get into uh, this week with the WWE. We're going to kind of get into the storylines next week, especially with Fiend and John Cena. Uh, the Fiend had a, a very special Firefly Funhouse that he did this week. Was very funny and entertaining. And uh can't wait to see what Edge does with Randy Orton, uh AJ Styles and The Undertaker. Just a lot going on, man. And uh here at the Sports says, man, WrestleMania is a big deal for us, man. And we're gonna be covering it here. All right. Uh so that's all for the WWE uh for this uh week. <laughs> All 
All right, man, so we're going to transition. We're going to transition to high school basketball. We had some championships won this weekend. The high school kids was out here playing in some state championship games, man. So, Black, talk to us, man. Who went out and are now state champions, Black? Talk to us. Man, uh, first of all, give a shout-out to all the kids. Man, Absolutely. And Absolutely. Everything that they do and all the hard work they put in, man, and um, it's sad for me today because uh, Duval County didn't wasn't able to bring bike home yeah. any state championships yeah. this year, but we're 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 happy for what the kids did. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're so happy. But like on last week, the only team that we got Miss to make Ford, it to state this yes. year was the Andrew Jackson Tigers. Right. And on Saturday at ten o'clock, um, they took a loss, uh, fifty to fifty seven against uh St Andrews out of Boca Raton, Florida. Okay. Um, seemed like it was a pretty good uh. Pretty good game. First quarter, uh, 10 to 11. Second quarter, 22 14. Um, third quarter, eight, 18 points to 13 points. Fourth quarter, eight, uh, eight points, uh, and Boca Raton, 11 points. So they lost by seven points, man. But uh, a great year for Andrew Jackson, man. Uh, Almost getting that state championship, but came up a little bit short. So we know they'll bounce back and be better next year for sure. Because uh, they got, a, from what I heard, they got a pretty young, uh, pretty young team. So they have a lot of their talent back, and not just them. You know, Paxson and uh, Impact Church, those guys who lost in uh, the final, like the semifinals. But good luck to those guys too in in the city that's uh, been part of the state championship run this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know those teams will get better and be back next year for sure. So all all the basketball teams here in our city we tip our hat to y'all yep good good job on a, a well-fought season uh, and, and I'm, I'm i'm excited to that we can cover high school sports and high school basketball high school football uh and it's sad that it's coming to an end with state state being over right. for basketball but you know we'll be back with something else soon soon with high school we got to get something together and see what we can continue to talk about high school here right. in Duval county but shout out to all the basketball teams here in the city who put up had good great seasons and the ones who didn't bounce back next year and have a good season uh moving forward. Yeah, for sure, man. Shout out to all the kids, man. Like everything, man. I want to shout out Impact again, my boy Chris Roger, man. They had a great season. You know what I'm saying? Wish they could have brought home the chip, but they had a great season. But like Black said, man, all the schools, you know, Andrew Jackson, Reebok Reigns, Paxson, uh, Mandarin, everybody, First Coast, everybody who out here doing their thing, man. You know, we really supporting y'all. And we know man black is super duper trash uh for not getting out here and, and, and visiting some games, but we're gonna get Get it together. Me and Black gonna get it together, man. And uh we're gonna get out here and see some games. And we're gonna show love. That's one thing me and Black always gonna do and show love to all of the kids. So congratulations on everybody on uh great basketball uh here in the city. All right, man. All right, man. So we're gonna transition to some other news, man. We got some things um that we're gonna cover here. And then we're gonna get out of here, man. But first off, man, me and Black, man, you know, we, we were fortunate enough to have a spot. Um, we had an article done on this, man, NPN. Shout out to Al Pete, man. He put a nice article for us. Uh, we put it out there on Instagram. We put it out there on Twitter. Um, so y'all go check it out, man. You know, we have some some questions that he asked me in Black, man. So NPN, man, uh, Al Pete, man, thank you for the opportunity, man. But that's what those pictures was for. Shout out all the love on the pictures, man. A lot of people yeah, love the pictures. Shout out man. Shout out NPN, man. Yes, sir. For all the love. Yes, yeah. sir. Everybody loved our pictures, man. So we appreciate it, man. All right, so a couple of things before we roll out, man. Matt Hardy. All right, legendary out of WWE of the of the great tag team, the Hardy Boys. He is leaving the WWE. He is gone. His contract expired, and all signals indicate that he is headed to AEW. So it's weird that Jeff Hardy is still in WWE, but Matt Hardy, he is gone. All right, Anthony Joshua. 
All right, mandatory fight against Kobrat Pulev on June 20th in London. All right, so they're saying this is a mandatory fight for Joshua, um, and all the belts will be on the line. All right, 620 in London against Pulev. All right. Peyton Manning to Monday Night Football? Al Michaels to Monday Night Football? Hey, the rumors are heating up. ESPN is prepared to pay Peyton Manning $20 million. $20 million to come in and be uh, the lead guy on Monday Night Football. And they're trying to get a trade to get Al Michaels over from Sunday Night Football on NBC to Monday Night Football on ESPN. Al Michaels and Peyton Manning are close and they're good friends. That's what the media is reporting. Canelo Saúl. <laughs> Alvarez, all right? He will be defending the super middleweight crown on May the 2nd against Billy Joe Saunders, all right? Um, I'm excited. Big Canelo fan. Uh, I think Canelo takes care of business there, but we'll see what happens. We'll cover that here on the Sports Desk. Next Monday night on March 16th, it is Stone Cold Day. It is officially 316 day. The legend will be appearing on Monday Night Raw next Monday, man. So excited to see that. Uh, next head coach, Kenny Atkins. They parted ways. Kyrie didn't want him as a coach. He didn't get along with a lot of the players. Apparently, Kenny Atkins didn't want Kyrie to come to New York. So, a lot had happened there, and they officially decided to part ways, man. So, Kenny Atkins is out. Uh, the next rumor in your window is Ty Lue and even Stephen A. reporting this today. Greg Popovich could be interested in leaving the Spurs and coming to the Brooklyn Nets. Stephen A. reported that today on First Take on ESPN. Uh, prayers up to Scott Steiner, one of the legendary wrestlers of the Steiner brothers. He collapsed at an event this past weekend, and he had to have emergency heart surgery. All indications report that he's going to recover. He's in the hospital right now. He had the heart surgery, and uh, we just want to say shout out to Scott Steiner, man. Get well, all right? And last but not least, it's the return of Lance Stevenson. Lance Stevenson had a crazy year in China, and he's headed back this way to the NBA, and he is in negotiation talks to return to the Indiana Pacers. I think it'll be a good look to see Lance Stevenson back in the NBA. He's always an entertaining and fun guy uh, to see out there. All right, man, so that's pretty much all of our news, all our other news. Um, I think that's going to cover it all today. So, Black, you got any last-second things, man, you want to get off, man? Yeah, man, just want to say, you know, we appreciate all the love, man, all the support we get here on the Sports Desk, man. And I hear it every day at work and uh, just, you know, all the love and how good the show is, man. We appreciate all the support we get, man, on Twitter, Instagram. If we see you on an everyday basis, man, we appreciate all the love, man. So shout out to you to you guys and, and gals. Yeah, absolutely, man. Once again, I echo Black Sentiments, man. Uh, we appreciate all the love and the support, all the listens, all the feedback. That's what I enjoy the most. You know, when people listen to our show, y'all feedback is, is, is tremendous, man. From the top five to our topics, if we're Lakers biased or we're not giving this team this much love, I got an input on this. We appreciate it, man. And shout out to all the personalities who come through here, man. Of course, number one, Freddie Bricks, man. Shout out Smooth. Shout out Sid. Uh, shout out everybody who comes through and uh, shows us a lot of love, man. So, Hey, this has been episode 46. Man, Black, we 46 episodes in, man. Yeah, man. It's been moving pretty fast <laughs> since exciting, we went weekly. Yeah. Since we went weekly, man. So me and Black really enjoy this. Uh, we've been doing this since we was knee high. And it's just natural to do it on a microphone and put it out for the world to hear, man. So once again, we thank y'all for all the support. So uh, Kyrie, talk to him. It's your lunch sports. New sports desk. You heard a new episode from the sports desk, bruh? Man, turn that other show off, bruh. LeBron James. Le LeBron James. LeBron James. Le LeBron James. Boy, what? Nah, bruh.
All right, man. We'll get at y'all later. Y'all be safe out there. Yer.